Welcome to this week's episode of Let's Talk Business. I'm Mr. Clean, host with the Hitman. Buenos dias. How's everybody doing? Hope all is good. Hope all is well. We are on the part two of our main man, the king of jackhammers, the guy who breaks people's ribs, the guy who nearly ended the Undertaker's career. My main man, Bill freaking Goldberg. You never, you, 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 never, you never do these guys justice on their intro. You always have to bring something negative. But then we're, we're supposed to be glorifying. Uh, it's not negative. Uh, <laughs> I am. Nearly ended up taking a career. <laughs> Yeah, bless. Him. I, I, I like I, I like the other thing, but you know what I mean. He should have listened. He should have listened to Goldberg. I was just saying it was a good thing that that, that, <laughs> that you almost ended the Undertaker. Like, damn it! Why did no, you do he, it? He, he didn't listen. No, he didn't listen. Did it? So Goldberg had to. Again, we'll talk about it later. But if if I don't take a listen to Goldberg, Goldberg would have would have had to do uh, do what he did. So tough. <laughs> I guess I guess Jericho is right. I guess you know what I mean people like Jericho, you know they. Won't. But anyway, we'll, we'll we'll get to people like Jericho later. We'll get to them, Mister Clean. Yes. We last spoke, and our friend, our main man, Bill Goldberg, he been well. Technically, he didn't be defeated. He wasn't defeated, but his partner was defeated. His team lost. Yeah. So he was gone from WCW. Yeah. WCW got WCW got bought by the WWF. Yeah. And. I think that there was uh, I, I vaguely go on, sorry. Yep. No, I was gonna say I vaguely remember him having a match. I think it was against Scott, no Scott, sorry, Rick Steiner in Japan, vaguely. That I saw that on the wrestling channel. Mm. That's what I remember. And that's literally it. That's all. Yeah. And next thing I know, it's gonna be. But obviously, you, you might have known a bit more than me. I mean, I, I was reading it, I'd seen him like in the magazines that he'd been he'd done some matches in, in Japan. I didn't watch him mm. as, as they happened. But yeah. I did read that. Yeah, he made like a comeback because obviously WCW, he'd had that storyline with Dwayne Bruce where they lost the tag team last and it meant his streak, his new streak had ended and he was in storyline. He was gone from WCW. And then uh, the I think the plan was once Eric Bischoff sort of takes over in real life, WCW, they were going to bring him back in a story. But obviously WCW got bought out by the WWF. So that that was all all gone. So he was done. He was just sitting out on his uh, Time Warner contract. So in between, he I mean that was the thing as we talked about, like him not coming into the WWF like in two thousand and one. It, it was one of those things yeah. where they would have had to buy him out of uh, of his contract because he's basically been paid still to to not you know, part of his WWE contract. So they would have had to buy yeah. him out of that plus make it worth his while, give him extra money. So that's why they didn't they bring in those the ones that were on those contracts. So we didn't get him in the WWF straight away. And then he did uh, a little bit of uh, some work in all Japan pro wrestling. Um, yeah, didn't he, he had, uh, he, he fought his old foes chronic during that time over in Japan. Yeah. Little, okay. Yeah. I, I think, I think, yeah, you're right about a match with Rick Steiner, but yeah, I think he did a few matches there. So I remember seeing the yeah. pictures in, in Power Slam and them talking about like Goldberg over in, in Japan. So that was, I mean, that was cool because it's mm. like you didn't want Goldberg to be finished and you didn't know if they were going to bring him into WWF. You'd, you'd assume, or, or w, yeah, it was still WWF yeah. at the time, becoming WWE. Yeah, it was there. You were kind of like yeah. ho- hoping, like as a, as a Goldberg fan and thinking, ah, oh, yeah, because you're yeah. always thinking it'd be good to see him in the WWE or WWF mixing up with those guys. And when mm. we talked last, last episode about, um, that one moment for me where I thought that they were 
he might just appear when Stone Cold was doing an in-ring promo and he's like building up for some someone to come. Like in the end, because no one can stop us. Not you, not you. He's going around the crowd. Not you, not you. I was like, oh. yeah. I'm just waiting for that that music to kick in. Yeah. Goldberg come marching down the aisle, but he did. It was a Hardy boy that come running in. <laughs> waste. What a waste. <laughs> so yeah, so we had to wait until 2003, March yeah. 2003, for for Goldberg to arrive in the WWE. How did you feel about his imminent arrival? Because it was hyped up. Was it at WrestleMania? 19 they did a video package saying he's coming yeah mm. me i was looking forward to it but i admit it was kind of like what's the word it was of a sour note because i wanted goldberg and stone cold mm. and literally stone cold you know obviously he lost to the rock and everything but i didn't realize that, that he was done no, done. So, so it kind of gave you a little bit of false hope in that sense because it hadn't, it didn't really come out until a couple of months after that. Oh, he's actually yeah. not going to wrestle now. So mm-hmm. it could have, like, potentially, and, we could have still yeah. seen that. And the thing is, again, I, I, you know, I'm a big fan of The Rock, not this Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. I like Dwayne, I like The Rock and everything. And but it was weird. I was thinking, Goldberg Rock, eh, okay, that's like, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it's, it, it, it wasn't bad nothing. But I just didn't expect. You know, the beast, you know, the man who destroyed Big Show and all these people, Hogan, Nash, Sid, just against The Rock. And I thought maybe against Taker or something. I, I don't know. Maybe I was thinking Taker, you know, a big guy. I don't know. A big Austin. I thought, okay, if it's not Stone Cold, it's definitely this big muscle guy just to show his dominance. And then maybe, you know, but again, he went with The Rock, so I guess it was good. Yeah, I mean, it was it was going against the biggest name you could have gone against. In, True. Not, not Sai, yeah, Rock's a big guy, but. Yeah. Not, not the kind of yeah but at the same time it's like to me it was him same as stone cold stone cold's not a big guy but he's a he's an ass kicker the rock wasn't as, oh, yeah. as much of an ass kicker as stone cold but he was an ass kicker he used to beat people up he was yeah ah! he was the top guy but now he you're was, saying it after no, you was talking yeah he's you're the one to talk about how he got beaten up by Shane, by Tess, by all these people in the day. He did. Saying, oh, yeah, he, did. He, had his, look, he used to lay the smackdown at times. <laughs> he did. He did just <laughs> beat people up, <laughs> but he wasn't. He wasn't as much uh, like his character was was more of a like, a like a shit talker, and he did kick ass, but not as like he always back it up, especially as a hill. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> yeah, like Stone Cold would talk yeah. shit and back it up. The Rock a lot of times. Wait, yeah, but, just, wait, but but is that a good guy though? Is that a good guy though? Because obviously. If you basically can, you know, if you can talk, talk and still walk the walk, it's like, boy, it's like, isn't that, I don't know. Well, Stone Cold was Perfect. a good guy. Stone Cold was a good guy, wasn't he? No, nah, I know, but it's like, he, well, he didn't act like maybe sometimes, guy, maybe sometimes he can talk the talk, but then, you know, once in a while, he gets his ass whipped, but it's like. Oh, you're going like, to lose some, but I mean, we're, we're, we're going off topic to go back on it. We're going off topic to go back on it, but I'm saying, well, yeah. I remember clearly Tess used to beat the hell out of mm. the rock and Rhino, and I was thinking, Tess and Rhino, they, 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 these two idiots. But I think it's that thing. I mean, Austin I'm sure would never I, allow that. Austin nah. would never allow that. No way. I'm sure. I think it was Mick Foley at one point that said about like with The Rock, like some of these like threats, they're more like they're not realistic. You know, like I'm going to take this thing and I'm going to shine it sideways. Yeah, I'm going to shine it, turn it sideways. That stuff. It's like okay, it's like yeah. it's, it's it's. Whereas Austin, you felt like there was a real threat of violence and not like genuine. Like yeah. I'm basically what I'm going to do to you. The Rock was more exaggerated, more hyperbole and. And sometimes he would beat you up. Sometimes he'd get his ass kicked. And the thing is, it's it goes back to, for me, this is my perspective as a fan, a fan fan. The analogy was, yeah. like, as, as a worker, I can really appreciate, like, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, 
and he's selling and stuff like oh, that. Yes. And I can appreciate the rock selling. But as a fan fan, <laughs> when I look at the way that they sell compared to most people, it's like, you must be weak because <laughs> you're crying. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> like, I used to think that, look, I put my little, like my 10 year old hat on. When I, we, me yeah. and my brothers, we used to watch WWF in like 1990, 1991. Ricky Steamboat came into yeah. to WWF returned there in 1991 and he was oh, like yeah. watching him in like the wall or to grab him in that front face off and give him the app like the forearm across the back and he's like, oh. mm. it's like it was he's selling was realistic i'd heard like in late time he kind of like emulated how a boxer like you know would, would react to blows and stuff you know like the the way his body would turn yeah. he was very authentic yeah but nobody else did it like that so to like you're looking at other people getting punched and like they're selling it but they're not crying out in agony it just made you think, oh, he must be... Again, like, as a kid, when I watched The Terminator, I didn't quite yeah. com- compute that uh, at first that Carl Reese wasn't the same as Arnold Schwarzenegger in terms of, like, one's a, uh, yeah. a human. So to me, he's coming, ah, yeah. when he's coming, like, through the, through the time warp. Schwarzenegger yeah. just, like, in a ball, just steps up, boom. And he's like, yeah, he's like... Cr-. It just made him feel weak. It made you think, oh, like, yeah. Schwarzenegger, like, yeah, he's a tough guy. Um... Carl Reese mm. is like a wuss, he's weak. That's how it's cut. Sometimes well, it would go for me. Yeah, I mean, I can appreciate them. Like, yes, yeah, work. But if nobody, if everybody was doing it, like selling like Steamboat or The Rock, then it's like it's very oh, realistic, yeah. and you know, and, and you accept that. That's uh, yeah, it hurts. Wrestling hurts. But yeah. Other people would sell, but they wouldn't sell to that extent. So by proxy, those guys look weaker. So The Rock, when he's like, yeah, his ribs are killed from taking a gore off Rhino, whereas Jericho will take a. a a gore off rhino, sell it, get pinned, maybe, but it'd be all right. Rock is still like, yeah, crawling yeah. up the aisle, these like ribs, or that, you know, it's like, it's, it's good, <laughs> it's good selling, yeah. but it's also like, okay, by comparison, you look weaker than these other guys. So, Rock, to me, like, it was his charisma mm. that carried him massively, but his presentation sometimes, he was very given, and to that extent, not as given, oh, yeah. which protected them, like Hogan and Austin, people like that would protect themselves more because of, you know, that's. Mm. Yeah, so it made them look like a bigger. So Rock didn't look as much of a kick-ass guy as Austin would have, but he's still the Rock. He's still no. one of the most successful like of stars course. that we had. He could beat everybody. He beat Austin. He beat Hogan. You know, he beat Undertaker. He beat everybody. Beat Triple H. He could beat all the top yeah. guys. So you could buy that he'd beat Goldberg. Mm. That's how I look. True. Like. You know, it's funny. I remember the Rock concert. I remember. I remember. I remember watching it. They have like, like yeah. I apologize, people. It's very very hot. Let me have my drink. <laughs> what was what was you drinking there? <laughs> a, a organic apple juice. Ah, oh, lovely. I remember watching the Rock concert and thinking, Rock, you just look like a clown. Like it got to like 2001. I was like, okay. Like I said, Tess is beating him up and all these people are like, okay, yeah, you saw the rock, but yeah, okay, fine. And I expected Goldberg to go in there and just beat the hell out of him. Goldberg was a rock smashing with the, was it the, the guitar over the head or something. He's flipping, you know, spinning around. It's, you know, loaded he made shots. That is a chance. I'll say the chance. Yeah, cacao, the cacao. That was his promo. Cacao. Yeah. Cacao. Cacao. Is that literally Goldberg spinning? I'm like, damn, okay. It's like, mm. that's, a, that's a magical chair shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I thought, okay, the presentation so far, you know, Goldberg has come out. He's got his jacket. He's got his logo and everything. But at the same time, I thought, well, he ain't Goldberg of WWE because the, the old Goldberg, I remember, he used to get bashed over the head all the time and he just, yeah, sell it and just walk on. Mm. But the match essentially a backlash. Personally, I liked it, but I know the fans booed it, which kind of, as always, they tried to kill it. But beyond that, I, I liked it for what it was. 
And I think I love the fact that Goldberg just kind of like laughed it off, like kind yeah. of smirked when they're trying I, to. I was going to say that, yeah. When you mentioned the booing, I can remember him looking at him like, yeah, that, like that look on his face. He, he rode with it. Yeah. He, he rolled with the yeah. rolled with the punches there, and it's like, okay, it's still like he's he still came out on top. He beat the Rock convincingly mm-hmm. in a in a good match. I enjoyed that match. It was a good back and forth again. Yeah. An- another long match. He had three spears. Three mm. spears, jackhammer, bam, mm. bam. Just. And the thing is, I'll be honest, I thought there'll be like a rematch number people, but Rock was gone. I yeah, he was gone. So. Yeah, so he was taking another break. So it was kind of like putting over the new top face of WWE mm. or were coming in. I mean, that's the thing. He was always going to, again, at a disadvantage, similar to what we said last time, where they're putting him up against other babyface like Kevin Nash, DDP, Sting. You're put, even though the Rock's technically a heel, he, people loved him. And he was entertaining. Yeah, and like sometimes yeah. he'd be too entertaining at the expense of, of the babyface. He's being so like funny and yeah. yeah, like and making fun of of Goldberg and it's like, yeah, that backlash promo mm. when they had the match, like before the match, and he's doing, <laughs> like, oh was, yeah, it was it was <laughs> he was just being very intense, like yeah, and and it is a yeah, he is the Rock, like even though people boo him, they still yeah. like they would start cheering him for, and he'd become because he he'd been getting booed again, like in mm. 2002, similar to how he first turned heel. So he turned heel again with the Hollywood yeah. Rock thing, but he was becoming so entertaining, you know, doing the rock concerts and stuff. Mm. And coming out on top. Mm. He was, like you say, he was kind of making yeah. Goldberg look a bit of a mug. And then, so it's like people were yeah. like the rock. And and Goldberg had... He beat you know, Austin. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. He, he done his... Yeah, he beat Austin clean in, in yeah. back fashion. Basically said what he's going to do. Like he's saying about he needed to, to whoop that bald-headed... Candy ass at WrestleMania, and he did it. He backed it up, so he was like yep. he was on a bit of a high. <laughs> yep. So it was always going to be a bit of an uphill mm. struggle for Goldberg, especially coming into the WWE where he's not been, you know, sort of firmly established as their guy. Some people would be like see him as uh, anti, you know, they're anti Goldberg. So it, yeah, was a, it was a bit of a hmm. yeah. No, some people are. That's the thing. For me, it's Goldberg. It's like it's, it's you know it's one of those things. It's like you're. It's like if somebody's a star. Within reason, okay, I know it's different within you know football and other places, but it's like if you're a star, you're a star. It doesn't matter. Goldberg mm-hmm. to me, he was like a star. Again, I've watched him in Universal Soldiers. He did you know a few movies and things like that. He was on um, Fox. Uh, he was on Sky Sports as well. But it's like he transcended. Surprisingly, he transcended outside of just yeah WCW. Yeah. So to that- me, it's like, okay. This is sorry, mm-hmm. go. Well, no, I was just gonna say this is before the John Cena like period where it's like a babyface needs to be cheered. Ah, yeah, yeah. You could, yeah like he was yeah. a star. Like we still see him as a big deal. But if if he's being presented as a babyface, he's getting booed. That's not a good thing. Like they they went no. a different direction in later years with John Cena and then Roman Reigns. But at that time, yeah. it was yeah. like mm, this is not good because Goldberg is being presented as like the, the new top babyface, and people are booing him and they're not really taking to him. So it, you it know, was, it wasn't you know, I remember start. this time. I remember this time. I think. I'm not sure if he had a match against Steve Rich or something, but I remember he was get, he was delivering his devastated spears. I think it was like, is it three minute one? Is it uh, mm, Jamal? Yeah, Jamal's yeah. Umaga, isn't it? Jamal's Umaga. So Umaga speared him through like the barricade. Uh, what do you call it? The, bar- the barricade there thing went right for it. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack hammered Rosie. I was like, oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. It, you it know, was, growing mm. the hell out of like Christian. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. It was, that's the thing. He was wrapped up in a bit of a feud with like Christian and three minute warning. It was like yeah. they were kind of. And because Booker T, it was kind of helping him, like they were trying to mix him up. Like I remember the like a backstage promo of Booker T saying about, yeah, like you got to kind of like backing him, you know, like endorsing Lowe, you've come, yeah, from WCW and stuff like that. Like how Mm. I've, 
you kind of have it a bit kind of presenting it like that that's why people are yeah like people are out to get you kind of thing at the moment but just yeah just keep doing what you're doing kind yeah. of thing and yeah i mean they mm. they put they to their credit they they did persevere with goldberg there they still present oh, yeah. strong yeah like and they did keep sending him out there doing dramatic stuff it's like they did i mean i know they did the gold gold dust <laughs> wig backstage promo and everyone oh, was like yeah because i do remember at this time as well again this this is me like reading the the power slam i guess that was that was our yeah. version of the observer the dirt sheet because they would be talking about all this stuff and apparently i remember us reading that goldberg was really annoyed because they'd had some sort of like uh public yeah with it because of their stocks and all that kind of stuff and they'd mentioned about how goldberg hasn't been yeah as um yeah hasn't hasn't turned out as well as they hoped for at the moment something like that something along mm. those lines and he was a bit pissed about that rightfully so like sort of almost saying he's been a bit of a disappointment yeah. uh yeah i mean he's, mm. yeah he started off the thing is they were bringing him in again like jericho Put him against Chris Jericho. Like Chris Jericho is, is even if he's a hill, he's very well liked and well regarded. So you're kind of, you know, like yeah, you're almost like setting him up to fail sometimes. Like you need to put him up against people yeah. that, like are outright disliked in a way. Like not not the ones yeah. that got the most like reverence. You know, like Rock was revered. Like yeah. Jericho was revered, even as a hill. Even those two as hills, it's like they're not putting yeah. him against the uh, the hills that will help him get sort of universal reactions so that that wasn't a good True. start you know it was it made sense because as we're gonna you know we sort of touched on last time there was history between jericho and goldberg on screen from wcw because we didn't we didn't touch on that last time but they joined his title reign when goldberg was wcw world champion there was a, like a little mini story going with jericho wasn't there where he he was sort of like challenging yeah. goldberg greenberg is his core name and he beat up like yeah. a, a, sh- a short version of goldberg like before before gilberg yep. It was like a knockoff of Goldberg, yep. and he was claiming that he didn't, he'd got a streak going against Goldberg that of like one and zero, and and then apparently like Goldberg did not want to work with him and felt like he was like making fun of him yep. in real life, saying like yeah, yep. like, you're, you're you're damaging me, and it's like so he took offense to it and he didn't want to work Jericho because of that, yeah. and they just I think in the end it just ended up being like a throwaway thing, and Jericho was very sore about that because mm. it's like yeah, it's not going to really hurt Goldberg, but it's entertaining, it helps him. But people, I think they, they mm. believe is that people got in Goldberg's ear saying that Jericho is making a fool of him and he shouldn't be like giving Again, him time of day. The, the guy didn't know. Mm. The guy didn't know. I, I, on this stance, I give Gold. I understand and I sympathize with Goldberg because, again, like he said, he wasn't from the business. He didn't understand that stuff. People are telling him, probably Kevin Ness and Scott Hall, probably, probably got Scott Hall. Look, this Jericho guy is making fun. He's making look like an idiot, blah, 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 blah. Mm. Again, yeah, I don't work with the guy. Again, he handled it probably. He should, he, he should have handled it, but say he shouldn't have handled it the way he did. But with the inexperience, Jericho should be like, you know what? Fair enough. You know, the guy is taking it wrong in their thing. He's new, he's a newbie. Fine. Yeah. But yeah, unfortunately, that, but, that sort of carried over because then they had nothing more to do. This is in 1998 during uh, Goldberg's yeah, title reign. And it was like done. Like mm. Jericho left in 99 to WCW. They, after they kind of shut it down didn't do a proper mm. feud of it or anything like that it was i'm not sure if they ended up having a match or if it just ended up being like a spear in the aisle way or something like that i can't remember if they ended up having a it, an actual in-ring match no i think it was like a, it, i think it, it might just been it a, wasn't like, a match it was more no, like a like an angle a squash a squash yeah. segment yeah exactly yeah i think that's where it just like got cut off there and that, that was the end of it in 98 so there was no more interaction between them on camera mm-hmm. and then yeah, yeah. Fast, fast forward to 2003 and goldberg's now in the wwe 
And I think that did that ha- that backstage thing start with like somebody was saying stirring stuff up about saying that Jericho said something about Goldberg or whatever, and then Goldberg came. Yeah, it was Kevin Nash. Him. Yeah. Yeah, it was Kevin Nash. Yeah, I heard <laughs> there was like something with Goldberg then come backstage and say, "But you know, they're just saying stuff about me, Jericho, or something like that." Is that how you? Um, yeah, that's how it's, it's, it's very it's like that, isn't it? Yeah, he talks about it. Kevin Nash said something. Mm. Kevin Nash was sitting down saying something to Goldberg. Then it's like they said, like, Kevin Nash stand up. Goldberg Jericho walked in. Goldberg starts mouthing off. Then he says, "But he's a goof," and it's like cussing his mum. Mm. And Booker oh, T. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Jericho yeah. said he did. A, he did a your mum, a your mum cuss. Yeah. <laughs> and Booker T is like, "Oh, you brought up his mum." Blah 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 blah. Mm. And the thing is, I admit. Yeah, didn't did Booker T say, I can't believe she just used yeah. like, your mum and so. Yeah, his mum was dead. His mum mm. was dead as well. At the time, mm. obviously, his mum, Jericho's mum passed away. 99, something he said. He's yeah. booked, I remember. That's it, your mum's a goof, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're a goof. <laughs> like your mum's and the thing goof. is, oh, God. I admit, I was when I heard the story, I was pissed off because I thought, again, it's with a younger mindset. The mighty Goldberg mm. basically got in a headlock and couldn't get off it from Jericho. I was like, this puny piece of garbage. It's like, what, you couldn't just beat him up? And I admit, I won't say I held a grudge against Joko, but it was like the fact that Joko even reading his book and kind of like walks around after that, like he's, he's a big shot. And it was like, mm. but uh, but to be fair, I mean, we've talked about this but many again, times. Yeah, we've talked know, about it many times. And the thing is, like, uh, and he didn't. And like, to be fair, like, he was quite um, self deprecating about it. Like, Jericho was saying, like, he's not. Not going around bragging about oh, I kicked the ass of Bill Goldberg, but he did. He did actually win the fight with Goldberg. Like he basically detained him. No, but he's like he's saying like yeah, he was yeah. Worried. he was worried <laughs> that this is Goldberg like coming for him, but he he defended himself and like he used these yeah, Scott and he managed to like restrain him and sort of like yeah, block him and put him in a uh, like a like front face lock that he couldn't get out. Yeah. yeah, so he kind of that's, like he that, had that's him. the insult. That's the insult. It was not the yeah, but it's that's not Jericho. I mean, at the end of the day, what is Jericho yeah. like? You know what? I'll just take a beating <laughs> off Goldberg. I won't defend myself. It's like he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna defend himself, and he's talked yeah, about. I, it. I think he talked about it not being like. A, I mean, you could. I think a lot of people probably, if they'd won some sort of altercation with Goldberg, it's like I'm bragging. I'm I'm, oh, I'm bragging about this, yeah. but he didn't. <laughs> I mean, he talked about it. Yeah. He's not like he yeah. He says like, oh yeah, I'm I'm an ass kicker. I'm gonna beat all of them up. Same with like the Lesnar situation years later. You know, and that's like one thing I do. I respect about Joe. How dare he? Like he's not How like, dare he? Yeah, stop it. How dare he, man? How, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm going to cheer for Brock Lesnar. How dare he get in front of Brock Lesnar? Hey, man, it's a match. Why are you beating Randy on? Piss off me. You know, you know no, what? But, but yeah. I, but, I, would, I would even say it. Jericho, I, again, what, what, we are all marks. We are all marks for the business. But Jericho was the biggest mark because he legitimately thought that Brock Lesnar was killing Randy Orton. He was killing Randy Orton. He got so upset. But, it, weren't, but it, weren't your, it weren't your norm, was it? His elbows, like, don't normally cut someone open with a jet It's elbows. a work, you moron. But you did, you did, no, that's what he was saying. Like, what the hell? Like, like, I'd like to think that if, if I was working on a card and, and you, I hadn't told you beforehand that whoever I'm wrestling is going to cut me open with, yeah. w- with legit fo- elbows, that you yeah. wouldn't question, like, what the hell happened there? Like, you, you, yeah, yeah I'm, I, your, I'm your boy. I'm your boy. Yeah, like, I'd question I'm it, a, but I'll be thinking it's a work. I think it's a work. Well, that's, I'm, that's nice to know. I hope I don't ever get shot on by someone in the ring. It's like, just open me up with a load no, of, no, like, no, no. two elbows, with a, and then you just watch it. Yeah, it's all right. Like, just, just kill him no, but, out there. But if you if you watched it, again, if you watch the match, Randy Orton has his arms to the side. It's not like, oh, he's trying to. He's laying there, basically taking it. So to me, he's like, okay, I'm thinking it must be a work. But also, but also he's thinking like that's not a, yeah, that's not a good work. Like, yeah, cutting him open. I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's subjective whether that was a good idea to do something like that, to legitimately cut mm-hmm. the guy open with elbows. So he's concerned yeah. that he was asking questions and he was being ignored. 
and then Lesnar yeah, come back and Lesnar, Lesnar's pissed and being you know like being agitated. So, but at the same time, again, what what is Jericho to, like? What would you say if Jericho said, oh, "Walk right, away, right, mate"? All right, Mr. Walk Lesnar. away. It's like again, he stands up for himself. You can't, you can't just, <laughs> you can't, you can't knock the fact that the guy has got balls. That he doesn't back down like from you know even if he thinks he yeah you know, I'm sure in his mind he's thinking well if, if Lesnar yeah it does go for it <laughs> this is yeah, this ain't gonna be a good night but he was willing to stand up for himself no. and yeah you know, like at the end of the day I respect that that like, you can't even if you don't feel like you're necessarily gonna win it's like I'll still like if I'm not saying something behind your back and all oh, shit Lesnar's showing up all right yeah yeah no, that's all right yeah okay go out there and I, look, I again yeah. I'll, I'll give you a good like from from as a kid. I had a friend, I might have told you this story before, but I had a friend, uh, he was my age, mm-hmm. and we, yeah, he was a bit of a, we, we fell out, he's a bit of a sneaky one, like, we mm-hmm. kind of thought we made up, but he made up j- just so he could, like, cheap shot me, so we was, like, playing, and then he ran up and, like, flying kicked me from behind, like, kicked me on the floor, and then ran away, and I was quite upset about it, you know, it's, like, quite emotional, because, like, uh, just, like, yeah, made friends with each other, and he just set me up to, like, beat, yeah. try and beat me up, and because he, like, he wouldn't, he had to beat me up in a straight up fight at that time. I'd had fights with him before. It's like he was a he was a bit of a cheap shot artist. Mm. But I was upset. I was pissed. Uh. And then Oliver, my brother, heard about it. He went there and he beat mm. beat him up. Like not severely, but he beat okay. him up. Yeah, and Oliver was a little bit older than yeah. him. He's my older brother. Mm. And his dad came out. It's about to like confront. And then my oldest brother, Darren, who was like a, an adult, what? came like at the top of the road. Yeah. Showed himself at the top of the road. And the dad just went, kids, and walked off. <laughs> that's your son oh gosh I mean that, like yeah. I say it's not like yeah my brother beat him up severely I'm not gonna lie to you if I was the dad I would again the dad probably knew you know what if I fight this guy I'm taking the house with yeah, him yeah he just thought but shit I, starts, I don't wanna I don't I'm wanna like, you know what? I would've took the house with him I'm sorry I would, yeah I would, I would, but that's, would, that's what I'm saying wouldn't you like to me it's like yeah, yeah, it's my it. kid I can't just walk yeah, away and leave my it. kid getting uh, he was gonna he was gonna stop it yeah all the while he thought it was just like a yeah like a 11 year old boy 12 year old boy because I, yeah, yeah I must have been about 10 at the time and he was the same yeah. so it's like yeah and Oliver was about a year or two well, about two years older so like I say yeah, yeah like, Oliver didn't beat him up severely but he was pitting went and you know and and, and hit him, yeah dealt with him, yeah, dealt with him yeah, and dealt the dad him. came out and the dad would have gone like not beat up beat up my brother but he would have stopped him until he saw Darren my, my oldest yeah. brother like and he was in like his 20s at the time. <laughs> this guy had been like he, the man had been in his 30s and my brother's in his 20s. And he checked it out. And he thought, well, forget that. <laughs> and, he, and he just said, kids, and walked off. This is why, yeah, that's what I heard from him. Because Oliver's it, like, well, yeah, it's happening. Oliver sees it and he's like looking. And, and then like Darren had just popped up the top of the road, like just nearby, just watching. Yeah. And he just walked away and said, kids, <laughs> and let his boy get in. You know, obviously, Oliver let the boy go, go home and cry. But yeah. it's, it, it's that kind of thing. It's like, to me, sometimes, oh, okay. sometimes you yeah, have to take I, it. I, yeah, you, you I, don't I, back down. Like at the end of the day, if you were going to do something, no, of course not. You don't because somebody else has shown up. Because because yeah, because Lesnar's shown up now, and you like you carry on saying what you were saying, and he's and then Lesnar decides to be agitated, like yeah, try to agitate the situation. Let's think. I, I, yeah, I, I I think Jericho has probably said that he expected Lesnar would have probably kicked his ass, not even probably, but he, yeah. he was willing to fight him. Yeah, he would have. He, yeah, he's willing to still stand up to him and say what he was going to say. It's, it's that thing. It's like, oh, you know, everyone says, like, yeah, uh, would you say it to their face? Well, you can't say Jericho wouldn't because he, yeah. he has. He says what, yeah, what he says. True. He said to people's face the same. He ain't said it behind their back. And then when they show up, like some people, oh, yeah, yeah, right, mate. Yeah, no, that's cool. It's like, but yeah, when he's gone, oh, look at that guy. Yeah. So to me, that, yeah, I, I can't knock that. 
you know what, on, the, on this situation, I understand. I just think that, like you said, if nobody says nothing, as they, as they didn't, it must be a work. That's what I thought. It must have been a work. So it's okay. Yeah, but in, in the heat of it, in the heat of it, like I can understand. I, I'd been concerned for you if I'd have seen you out there. And you no, I'd be concerned me, for you. You hadn't told me up yeah. front that you was this was going to be something that you were going to, and you'd think, you know, I'd I'd like to think that you would tell me if you knew that. No, of course. Happened just Anton. By the way, when this match, he's going to cut me open. Yeah, you might even seek counsel on it or something. Yeah, like I'm a bit worried about him. Cut. It just yeah. If I saw that and I yeah. didn't know anything about it, I would I like want to know is this is this supposed to happen? Like why and why is that happening? Why is he getting busted open legit? Mm in quite a dramatic yeah that could yeah. that could that could have hurt him quite badly it was quite a risky yeah idea to to go with it's, it's their this their decision obviously everyone was cooperative on it but at the same time you might yeah someone might have a little bit of concern you know with all the stuff we talk about concussions and stuff yeah. so it's yeah it's, it's valid for someone to have a little bit less like, some compassion and concern for his guy not knowing the ins and oh, outs yeah. of it yeah, that, that's the thing. I like to think like I would I would query it. And then yeah, and then if the guy comes back and starts giving me lip, you know, are you gonna be, are you gonna like wimp out or are you gonna carry on saying what you're saying? <laughs> that's true, that's true. I hear that. Mm. Loyalty, you see people. Anton's got loyalty for me, I got loyalty for him. Mm. But Goldberg still beat Jericho in a bland match at Bad Bad Blood. Very yeah. bland match. I, I I didn't like it at all. I thought it was match rubbish personally. It was mm. a nothing moment. And and another one of those, like where it kind of goes, like it's, it wasn't playing to Goldberg's strengths, and that time is yeah. like he's not he's not over in the way he was in WCW with this audience, and no. these matches weren't helping, were they? To nah. get him to get him to that point, you know, like it's different if it was the Goldberg of old, and yeah, and then when he goes out and has a longish back and forth match with DDP or somebody, it was it was good, mm. it was good to hear. It was like people aren't really getting it behind him, so it was a bit of a. But you know what? Hmm. The Goldberg of old came though; he was coming. Mm-hmm. SummerSlam 2003 Elimination Chamber. Yep. I was I was looking saying Goldberg, this Triple H guy again. And this one I admit, this one I was like, you know what, Triple H, I'm I'm sick of you now. Just, just piss off. Someone beat this guy for the belt because again, Triple H had beaten Shawn Michaels. I think it was Armageddon, so it would have been December 2002. It was in August 2003, and I admit at the time it was very rare you, you actually saw somebody hold the belt for that long during this period. Very mm. rare at this point, and it was like, come on, man, somebody beat this guy. Booker T couldn't beat him, RVD couldn't beat him, you know, Scott Steiner, etc. Kane. And it like, <clears throat> and then it was like, okay. Yeah, it was it Shawn Michaels, Kevin Nash, Jericho, Goldberg, Trips, who was that one? Randy Orton. Randy Orton, that's it, yeah. And again, the chamber was it wasn't the best, but it was okay. It was, it was okay. One. Yeah, it was it was yeah. decent up until yeah. and then when he came in, like Goldberg was just on that rampage. It's like, oh, that's bam, Goldberg. Bam, bam. That's the Goldberg we remember. Spirit and Jack come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, thank God. And the and crowd like, loved it. Triple the H- crowd wanted. Yeah, it. that's the thing. The crowd did want that Goldberg. That Goldberg that just comes and steamrolls people. Triple H about to come out. Ric Flair's holding the <laughs> holding the chamber like no. Nope, gave him the finger. Give him the finger. Like Goldberg smiles like yeah. Bam, kicks it. Triple H quiffing like a like a little woman, mm. beating him, beating him, beating him. And I admit, here's what I come thinking. Okay, you know what? From a and again, I was a fan this time. I wasn't. I wasn't a worker. I saw Ric Flair uh, give Triple H a sledgehammer, and the thing is, Triple H didn't even hide it. Personally, I don't think he even hit it that well. I was thinking, okay, good one, go, but you can see it. Mm. You can see the sledgehammer. Come on, you can see it. You can see it. You can see it. Bam! And obviously, back of the head. One, two, three. And like you said, it's a sledgehammer. Fine. I said, okay, fine. No worries. The end of the match, Anton, what happened? Evolution come, beat the hell out of Goldberg, sledgehammer the back of the head, 
handcuff him to the, 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 the cage, snatch him up just once, twice, pedigree as well. I was like, geez, man. It's like, come on, Goldberg. You know, you just take that NWA every single week. But what? Measly Triple H, old man Ric Flair, you know, a Randy Orton is not even, you know, not even there yet. Come on, do, do something. Remember? Or, I was, or, 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 yeah. Or am I, just, am, I, am I just forgetting? Or am I just over exaggerating here? No, I mean, I, I think you're, you're sort of downplaying them a little bit. They, they were the super group at the time, Evolution. Yeah, but he's but he's Triple H has used a sledgehammer. So he yeah, yeah. like he's that, been, that's what I'm saying. Been okay, there with a sledgehammer. So now you're weak and you're exposed, and then they're hammering yeah. in, they bust him open, you know, like handcuff him to the ropes and just give him a Where beat. Was down. Where's Booker T? Yeah, we can ask that many times with uh, with big attacks over the years. Where's his friends? You know, hmm. Goldberg was in WCW, he had Kevin Nash, Booker T talked about how he's his boy and everything. And that's time I was thinking, where the hell are your friends? And I admit, hmm. and you probably would say it as well, that's why I hated about WWE, WBF. You have all these people that's on the back, someone's getting beaten up, getting beaten up, and they're literally sometimes right at the end when basically they're half dead, then you're coming out. I was like, where were you? Where were you? Were you just yeah. sitting around walking around in circles? I mean, it's all it's always that thing. It's like, yes, when it when it suits the storyline, that person's around to make the sack. I mean, and, and and again, logic is. I don't remember if they did that, but an easy way around that is to to lock the cage. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think the but horseman the did it. The horseman yeah. did it with Dusty Roads and and yeah. that Sting and stuff like that, didn't no, they? Back in the day, like, yeah, if you got a cage, yeah. you you lock everybody out of the cage. And uh, was yeah. remember the um, did it with Bret Hart and Owen Hart. In the cage, yes, I remember. I mean, that. They didn't lock the cage, yeah. but there was like Anvil knocking there. Everyone's trying to climb the cage to get in, and he's knocking them off the top yeah. of the cage. You know, a cage can be a deterrent. They could have done something like that, having like other baby faces trying to get in, make it more dramatic. But I guess, yeah, at the same time, they thought they don't, they don't want Goldberg to, yeah, Goldberg stands alone, kind of thing, and just take his lumps. Yeah, but, but it did. You know, yeah, I mean, it felt. It, I remember seeing like in the build-up to that as well. I was watching fairly recently a clip. Of when Goldberg came out and confronted Triple H for the first time and saying, "Yeah, like you're next," he did. He didn't really yeah. sell Goldberg as a threat in the way that he yeah. maybe should have. Yeah, like the way that Triple I don't H believe the hype looked in like it was yeah, like he come out the hype. Yeah, and he looked yeah. like right in his face, you know, like the, the nose, like he weren't backing off, like from the stare down. I know he had his yeah, Randy yeah. Orton and Ric Flair in the ring with him. I think this would have been before SummerSlam in the build up to it when he first came out. And it said, was before. Because originally yeah. wasn't uh, SummerSlam going to be a one-on-one Goldberg and Triple H, and then Triple H it was injured, so they they he got injured in the chamber. Yeah, yeah, he had that groin injury, so then it, it became yeah. like then they, they worked some story to turn it into an elimination chamber. So he kind of like, mm. but he didn't. He kind of knows like in that sense, I like, didn't. You know, like Triple uh, Mick Foley said about Triple H, how he sold like Cactus Jack. Yeah, like he sold the threat, the fear of, of Cactus Jack, the the myth of he didn't sell the myth yeah. of Goldberg. I hate that. that. He looked at him like, yeah, like, I don't care. Like, I can take you on. Yeah, like, staring him right down and walking off, like, laughing at Goldberg. He kept belittling, like, again, you down there in WCW. Mm. I hated that sort of stuff. Again, I understand, okay, yes, you're the WWF, you won, fine. But it's like, they made it like, basically, he beat nobody's. Mm. He was beating nobody's in WCW. Yeah, well, don't forget, even going back, they they had Goldberg, didn't they? Mocking him. Yeah. Back in 98, coming out like who <laughs> Gilbo doesn't want to know who's next, yeah, know who's first. <laughs> and it was just like yeah. coming out with sparklers, and uh, yeah, yeah, they, they ridiculed him sort of going back then, but yeah, I mean, same I'm not time, gonna lie to you, mm. there was satisfaction, there was deep satisfaction when Goldberg won the water of it out from me. I was like, thank god, somebody, 
Well, this is where Somebody... I, was, I was feeling like, are they going to like have Goldberg be another one that Triple H conquers? You know, like it built up that you'd mm. expect Goldberg should be able to, should take him out and then he's going to be, because he's done, dealt with him at SummerSlam. Is he going to do it again? Like, but then, mm. yeah, as you say, Goldberg toppled him at it was Unforgiven. Yeah. And the thing is, I, again, we've seen that with the right people, surprisingly Sid Vicious, DDP, you know, Kevin Nash, I know, I know Jim Cornette has to say he's got their slick back as one move and the elbows and the power bomb and the, the big mm. boot, but they were good matches. Mm. For some reason, that first one, Unforgiven, again, I, I don't want to say it's because Triple H was injured, because I do think that if Triple H wanted to, he could have worked it where it would have been better, but I felt like Goldberg is like, he's just taking a beating, taking a beating, taking a beating, taking a beating. Mm. Like, come on, Goldberg, come on. And I, I felt like Triple H did that with a lot of people, but again, obviously there was animosity with Triple H and Goldberg at the time, legit backstage. Obviously, mm. I found it later, but it was like Triple H to me is getting too much of an offense against this guy, way mm. too much. But again, he won the match, which is fine. And I was happy because I think it was like if he loses, you have to leave forever, all that yeah. sort of stuff like that. Then, if I remember, he beat Jericho on Raw, so I was happy about that. He smashed him, and then Triple H basically won this hundred thousand dollar bounty, mm-hmm. and he and had the, all the, the Harley Race homage. Yeah, was, and he had like cool. all these. These low-level nobodies, Mark Henry, Stephen yeah. Richards, trying to take out Goldberg off our piss off, mate. I mean, it's a good, it was a nice little story. Do you remember the original? Yeah, because it was like uh, like Harley Race, take the money. It was about money. like for Ric Flair. I would put a bounty out on Ric Flair. Like any, anyway, I remember things of it. I remember yeah, of it. it was kind of. I, I think it was like kind of an homage to that because it was like a backstage promo that Harley Race did, and he had like a suitcase with money, telling people to take mm. the money, and then Triple H sitting there with a suitcase of money, like putting a bounty out on Goldberg. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's good. Little, it's a good storyline because it's like, yeah, okay, it's interesting. Like, who is going to take Goldberg out of the bounty? It was nobody's. It was nobody's day. It wasn't like it was like anybody of threat, you know, anyone who was of a threat to Goldberg. It was like Mark Henry, mm. I remember Tommy Dreamer, Stephen Richards. I'm like, oh, piss off, mate. Yeah, but I mean, that, next that thing I know, the... Batista. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but to be fair, Batista was a bit of a nobody in that sense. He I was. Mean, he was no more, he was. more of, like, uh, more so than Mark He's Henry was. Like, <laughs> He, he'd, he'd, been, he'd been part of Evolution and then got injured straight away, so he was gone. So he weren't the Batista that yeah. we know now. He was still presented as like a, a yeah, it's a bad, yeah, like dangerous. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, but he, he weren't a big star. Well, no, like it's yeah. like he was the the Punisher, like the yeah, the the powerhouse of the, the Evolution. But he weren't really seen oh, as yeah. like a big uh, okay, like he's he beats all the top guys. He's yeah, it's like he was beatable, even though he's a big guy. Yeah, and then he come out, he attacked Goldberg. Very broke his ankle, put him out, you know, collected the bounty. Again, these things to me, again, I, I think, again, because I, I didn't mind Batista, I didn't mind him, but I'm thinking, <sighs> but Goldberg from WCW, he would find a way to get out of this. Okay, he's broken his leg. And if, one thing with Goldberg, give him credit, he sold that leg, that broken leg. He did, leg. yeah. He did. <laughs> I mean, who, who was he, he worked with? Because around that time as well, he had a match with Sean. I don't know if it was that match where he wrestled was, Shawn Michaels. It was Shawn Michaels, it was. Because that was, again, that was like a dream match. That was a dream match, Goldberg yeah. versus Shawn Michaels. And also, again, booking him against another babyface. He didn't get the yeah. best, like, yeah, if, like, if you try that. But it's still, I mean, I, I remember that match because it was like, yeah, that's a dream match from old WCW, mm. like, you know, Shawn Michaels versus Goldberg. But, yeah, it was mm. at the end of that match and he come out and... Yeah. Was it a, a Mark Henry. Powerbomb Around him. that time, because he was, yeah, Goldberg was, was facing... Mark Henry, Shawn Michaels, those kind of guys. Yeah. 
And he just, yeah, he just obliterated him, like put the, put the chair the on his ankle. Broke his ankle. Did the Pillman. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, okay, he's oh, putting yeah, him out of action. Yeah. yeah, Pillmanized him. Yeah. Yeah. And he put him out of action. But he didn't put him out of action for very long, but it's like technically he, he collected the bounty. I mean, I don't know. To me, I, I would want to be money back if I was Triple H. Like, I would. <laughs> what's, what's the bounty? Like, put him out of action for, for two weeks. <laughs> like, what, what's the bounty? I thought you yeah. wanted him run out of wrestling. Like, take him out of commission. Like, what? Take him, put him off, get him to a week off TV. Yeah. I'd have, but, had him, I'd have asked for a refund. You know what? It's funny because, like you said, he fought Shawn Michaels, which was a, a dream match. Mm. And it was a shame because the match was okay, but it was like, yeah. And then I remember he fought myself. I remember this clearly because I was watching this, like, you know, like, like it was breathing. I remember watching uh, Goldberg Triple H Survivor Series. Yeah. And I remember thinking, my gosh, like he's still injured. Obviously, yes, I was, you know, he's a fan, mm. but he sold it Survivor Series. He's still injured. Yeah. And at this point, I thought, okay, Torres definitely beat him now. He's got yeah, Batista, he's got Rick Flint. Mm. I thought, yeah, he's done. He, he I thought he's done. Yeah, he was hobbling yeah. along. The whole way through. Yeah, with his bandaged <laughs> ankle. And I was thinking, Goldberg, if this was never, you would have killed all, all of them easily. And surprisingly, if I remember, I think, what is it? He, he, he hit, it was Randy Orton, Sledgehammer, uh, Batista as well, firm over the top rope, Jack Hammer, you know, hobbling Jack Hammer. And I thought, okay, fine, fair enough. And if I remember as well, there was a little, and I know it was, I know it was like a tease to a dream match with uh, Brock Lesnar, but they had a little mm. segment behind. Yeah, it was like, Brock Lesnar's yeah. going to be champion. Yeah, Goldberg's mm. water bit champion. It's like he's kind of smiling, turns around, looks at him, and then he, he does the classic, you know, intensity, walks away, mm. and Brock Lesnar basically scared out his mind. And I thought, you know what? I wouldn't mind basically Goldberg, um, Brock Lesnar, WrestleMania 20. Yeah. And if you tell, that's in my mind, I was thinking, and maybe that'll be a good match, but then... Yeah, it could have. I mean, that's the thing. It was a really good tease. I remember them doing that. It's like, ooh, that's a match I want to see. I want to see Goldberg oh. versus Lesnar. And that's like that little tease at Survivor Series. Like, ooh, yeah. I wanted for the belt, though. I wanted for both belts. That's what I was hoping. Yeah, which would yeah. I mean, it would have been good to see champion versus champion, because that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, they, they both were like the, the two, like, classic, like, destroyers. Mm. Like and both holding belts at the same time. There's so many similarities at that point. It's like, oh, them two clash the titans. Champion versus champion mm. would have been would have been awesome. And like they had a built to that for WrestleMania. Could have been, you know, mm. I think. I mean, again, it was a victim of circumstance because of the yeah the, the backlash of them leaving and stuff like that that made yeah. that their match turn out to because eventually they would wrestle. But it's yeah, I think that mm. at that point. Uh, I don't know. I don't know at what point the right because Goldberg was only there on a year contract, two thousand three yeah. to two thousand four. I don't know at what point the writing was on the wall that he wasn't going to stay, because I mean, yeah, we have to. As much as we feel like okay, he wasn't, uh, it, it wasn't the best of we could have got out of Goldberg. Like that WWE could have got out of him. You've also got to think like it sounds like his attitude, and he's even said like was not good to it to like he came in almost like antagonistic feeling like they're not yeah, yeah. He, he wasn't he wasn't in a good place was he so it's like are you gonna just like push him mm. to the moon make him like so dominant for a year and then he's gone yeah that's the thing i mean yeah it, you don't know at what point would it would they if they'd have treated him better would he have been uh, had a better attitude and wanted to stay longer like sign a, a contract extension mm. Etc. Because I mean, yeah, from um, otherwise, it would have been nice after he dealt with Triple H Survivor Series, move on. Done with Triple H and Evolution. I'm the dominant champion. Because you had, I mean, you had Kane 
this affair. I remember at this point, oh. he, he'd been unmasked and he was on his rampage. And I remember thinking, I mean, before it Shane. got too, yeah, before it got too messed up with the Shane stuff, it felt like this is this feels really like you know dramatic, like this this monster he's turned into, you know, that like he's coming out under house arrest. And he, yeah, he's just like he felt like really dangerous. And you thought, yeah, like who could stop him? Goldberg. That's an, again another clash of the titans type thing. Build Kane up so strong that that's uh, yeah, that's a fight mm. for Goldberg. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That's where we go, you know, like after he's dealt with Triple H. But um, yeah, and Kane was still uh, a bit of a threat. But the stuff with Shane kind of diminished him a little bit, you know, because Shane was hanging with him. Yeah. Shane's yeah, you know, Shane's dealing with him, putting him into the fiery dumpsters. And... Yeah. But he still, I mean, they got to that. But then was they it? had tri- Triple H involved at the same time, wasn't it? It was Triple Threat, Kane, tri- Triple H, and Goldberg. And you know what? Funny enough, I thought it's weird because for the first time, I thought Triple H wasn't going to win. I thought, you know what, they might actually, they might actually give it to Kane. I've been thinking Kane is going to take it. Mm. And then, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Triple H got it back. So that, that's the thing. I mean, at that point, I imagine they they figured, like, we're just going to run Goldberg's contract out and let him go at WrestleMania. Because otherwise, yeah, like, he, he could have carried on as champion past, past that, perhaps, going into WrestleMania's champ. I mean, they obviously, from the, from that point when they did the tease between Goldberg and Lesnar, that was that was like jotted down WrestleMania 20 Goldberg versus Lesnar, whether they had any interest in making it for the championship or not. We don't know. They may have done like either for one of the belts or champion versus champion, but that was obviously earmarked from then. And then they did another tease at the rumble for, for that match, did another backstage like segment. So yeah. Wasn't it weird for you though? Mm. Wasn't it weird? Because to me, I remember thinking Goldberg, he looks like he, again, this is me as a fan. I'm thinking, he looks like he's just, he's done. Because remember, he grabbed his beard and everything, and I was just like, hmm, okay. He's like, I've never, I never seen him with full beard and face from up before. Mm. He just looked like, okay, maybe, maybe he's done. I just assumed he was done. I never see TNA was around at the time, so I thought, oh, maybe. I don't know why I thought that. I thought, oh, maybe he's going to go TNA. <laughs> mm. you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I'd, again, I'd, I'd have been spoiled by the fact that Power Slam would have been, like, reporting on ah, stuff okay. like that. So possibly at that point, they were talking about how he's not, yeah, he's not going to be at the moment. He's not, there's no plans to resign after, because obviously this has been around January time. Yeah. He lost, he lost the belt in December. Yeah. Triple H beat him, beat him. And he pinned him as well, didn't he? He pinned Goldberg. Yeah, I remember. When the world title in that triple threat, he beat the champion on this occasion. Like a lot of times <laughs> the champion loses his belt and yeah. the triple threat doesn't always get pinned, but Goldberg did. So he, yeah, he lost his belt there in December. Then January, I'd imagine by that point there was already talk about how Goldberg's not likely to resign, like to re- re-sign the contract. So, but he was going into the Royal Rumble. He said he's, he's grown out full beard. But I mean, he had a, he had a good. It was a very brief, but he had a good moment, like in the Rumble. We come out, he straight away like speared Big Show, <laughs> like oh yeah, like Billy Garney speared Nunzio, that kid yeah. spear. It's yeah. like, yeah, he was yep. people out. It's like that's that's Goldberg in a Royal Rumble. Like he's never been in a Royal Rumble before. Yes, Goldberg, bam, 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 bam. Then Brock Lesnar calls mm-hmm. it like uh, come in F five, and then Kurt Angle just tossed him over. Which, Kurt Angle again. That would have been that was another <laughs> match. Like I think, yeah, I would have liked to have seen Goldberg and Kurt Angle. True. That's that's a match I would have liked to have seen. Mm. I think that would have that would have been a good one. Yeah. But well, that's that's the close we got. Is, is Angle just tossed Goldberg over, and then. He was on, yeah. on the path to, to, to facing Brock Lesnar. You know, it's kind of weird because when I think about it, 
Brock Lesnar at the time, again, he was a heel, but it's weird. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm laughing because at the time, he was facing Hardcore Holly. Mm. <laughs> and I know already, Anton don't like Hardcore Holly. He really I don't really feel good about it. No, I didn't. I just he, didn't he think he was. basically <laughs> saying that. He, no, no. Be real. You said you crapped in the figure. Yeah, this guy. I thought, look, they made me believe that Hardcore Holly could actually beat Brock Lesnar. They made me believe it. And I thought, he might actually do it. And then the match, he basically just squashed him. No, no. But you, you didn't believe him at all. And I uh, think, go on, go on. Yeah, yeah, no, carry on. You go on, I'm waiting for you. Yeah, no, uh, no, no. <laughs> I, I didn't think he was going to beat Brock Lesnar. I didn't think Hulk he Holly, was you're on the level he of Brock Lesnar. He, no, he, he didn't had... believe he was going to beat him. It's, it's again, did. I'll go back to, like I said, about what we were talking about last episode about Booker T, as we talked about JBL, people like that. It's like, yeah. I could buy it, like, and I'm not, it's not a knock on Hardcore Holly, but his presentation up to that point, do the work first before you... Oh, let me know. And I'm not talking yeah. about him, I'm saying for the promotion, WWE, whichever wrestling promotion, yeah. should do the work first for the wrestler to bring them up to that level so that you can accept them as a, as yeah. a viable bona fide champion. At that point, Hardcore Holly wasn't mm. on that level to be like world champion. So him becoming world champion at the expense of Brock Lesnar, I was like, really? I'm not buying it. That that's that's it's not a knock necessarily. Hardcore Holly, you heard Hulk it first, mate. Hardcore Holly, you heard it. I didn't say I didn't say that. He did. He said it. Did I not? Did I not explain <laughs> that fairly? There's not. It's not a knock on Hardcore Holly. It's a knock on his level at that time. His presentation was not on that that level. He didn't come across as a viable world champion and the guy that would beat Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. We're talking Brock Lesnar. Uh, we're, we're talking Brock Lesnar. I know Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Well, again, I'm yeah, not, Brock. I'm not Brock Lesnar. It's not even Brock Lesnar of today, but it was but Brock you have Lesnar. To remember, we might we we might meet Hulk Holly on the UK scene, so, and right. I, I want you to I want you to remember this so that when I tell him, then we'll see if you're still you know saying the same thing. But that's what I was saying. They made me believe that he you know he, he could beat Brock Lesnar, but. Brock Lesnar basically, I wouldn't say he struggled, but he looked like he struggled, but still beat him. And I thought, okay, if you're struggling against Hardcore Holly, then there's no way of beating Goldberg. And I remember, was it, um, No Way Out with was it Eddie Grow and Brock Lesnar. Mm. I think before the match, you had Paul Heyman. I think, no, Goldberg was sitting in with the crowd. Yeah. Paul Heyman's mouth enough as usual. <laughs> Brock, Lesnar, Brock Lesnar goes in. They're doing a little scuffle. Uh, Jack hammers him. And the thing is, Paul Heyman basically used that to say, oh, because Goldberg, you know, basically damaged Brock Lesnar. That's why Eddie Guerrero beat him. And I was like, eh, I won't go that far. But again, he's like, well, he, he interfered in the match, didn't he? Yeah. He actually, he actually um, speared like Brock. Yeah. I mean, like the replays, typically when they show Eddie Guerrero win the belt, they cut that, the Goldberg part yeah. out of it. Like, and they just yeah. show him doing like Tornado DDT on the belt. Yeah. And then hitting the frog splash. But Goldberg did come in and spear, and I think spear and Jackhammer him at one point while the referee was down. He did, you know, I forgot. He did, he did, he did, he did, he did. Okay, Poivin, you're right, you're right. Sorry, I forgot. Sorry, sorry. But yeah, wait, how does it make any sense? He's a hill, but yeah, he's right. Mm, yeah, I mean, what they say, at the end of that, <laughs> at the end of the day, it was, it was justified because Lesnar had messed with Goldberg and cost, like, Goldberg a rumble. So it's like, okay, I'm going to cost you your match. So he's right, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, so that's, that's the thing. I say, like, a hill their justification they shouldn't just make things up out of the blue it's like he has got a gripe but at the same time if you didn't start with Goldberg he wouldn't mm. have done that to you would he if you didn't interrupt mm. uh, the Royal Rumble for no reason and attack Goldberg and cost him the Rumble he wouldn't have come out and attach you join your match with Eddie Guerrero and cost you your championship so yes you have got yeah. a complaint but you started it but he's going to a heel convenient forget that part 
and just be upset about the bit that True. cost them. And you know what? Funny enough, around this time, I know there was kind of like teasing and Stone Cold. Mm. Personally, I, I know it was probably stupid thinking now, but at the time, I actually wanted it to be a triple threat. Stone Cold, Goldberg and Lesnar. Because I thought, okay, if, if we can get Stone Cold and Goldberg, at least get, get in this match. You know, mm. get, get this in a triple threat. And obviously, I think um, Goldberg was going to spear Vince. Vince yeah. moves out of the way, runs like a chicken, spears um, Stone Cold. Yeah. I thought, oh, okay, maybe. Yeah, like, are, they, are they teasing something? Like, yeah, yeah, down the line. Because that, that's the thing. I mean, at some point, Stone Cold and Stone Cold, well, he did come back this year, but I mean, he could have came back. He was going to come back in 2005. Yeah. He was going to fight uh, Coach. He was planning to make a comeback. Oh, yeah, gosh. Oof. Yeah, so, and we probably would have got Stone Cold versus Hulk Hogan. So, yeah. it, it is something that, yeah, it all, if things have been aligned, if Goldberg had stayed on good terms with WWE and stuck around, we may have got Stone Cold yeah. versus Goldberg. Because I think, I mean, that, that's the thing. So much changed uh, there because obviously Goldberg was imminent to leave, but then Lesnar now was going to leave. Like, you, you know, you don't yeah. know where they would have gone. If all things would have been, you know, rosy and Goldberg was on good terms with WWE and sticking around and going to sign another contract, if Lesnar wasn't leaving, well, what we would have got at WrestleMania 20, we don't know. But as it was going into it, it's like, okay, now we know both of them are going to leave. They're not so worried about, like, the outcome of this. Like, it don't really matter, like, to them. Uh, yeah. put Stone Cold in there as the referee. Yeah, I mean, it still felt, that's the thing, going in, I, yeah. that is one of my biggest disappointments as a fan, that match, because I was really looking forward to that. I, that was a dream match for me, going into the, at WrestleMania 20, to see Goldberg versus Lesnar. And I really was... I liked it, personally. I actually liked the match. I think it was all I right, but it. It, it was killed off by the crowd, the way that the crowd reacted to it, because it just felt like, mm, it's awkward, you yeah, know. But like, just, right, just imagine, no. Mm. Think about Anton. You paid your money to see them. Not, yeah. not, not Goldberg and Lesnar didn't pay to see you. You paid to see them. You spent your hard-earned work money to see them. You booed them and basically made yourself not have a good match. How stupid are you? But they, enter they entertained themselves, didn't they? That's that's the thing. But I mean, yeah, stupid. for me, they annoyed stupid. me because I was thinking, I really want to see this match. And I was looking forward to this. this is actually, yeah. for me, that was the match I was most looking forward to at WrestleMania 20. I agree. Oh, there was some others like, yeah, the, the Rock and Sock versus Evolution, Benoit, yeah. Sean Marks and Triple H. You know, I was hoping to see if Benoit was going to get his moment at that time. There were matches that I was in interested, but the one for me, like the match that I was most looking forward to at WrestleMania 20 was Goldberg and Lesnar. Mm. Even if Stone Cold hadn't been the ref. But yeah, and Stone Cold's ref was like, okay, that's good. Seeing Stone Cold there. Yeah. Like, yeah, I would have been fine with just straight up Goldberg, Lesnar, one-on-one, -on -one, no referee. Like obviously a referee, but not a guest referee. But it was like, that was the match going into it. It's like, oh, I can't wait to see this one. Really looking forward to it. And it just like, it was entertaining. But I still enjoyed it. Like, because it was funny. They were chanting for Stone Cold. They were, yeah. Like, there's Austin Charles. He's just looking at the crowd yeah. like, yeah, like, okay. <laughs> like, it was it was entertaining, but for the wrong reasons in a way. Like, no, And what they did in the ring wasn't bad. It was yeah, still, it was yeah, it was still a battle of times. But again, it's what we were talking about before when the crowd when you've got a crowd that's really into the moves and react to the moves and react to them, the storytelling and all that stuff it makes magic mm. when they don't, when they refuse, they don't want to be a part of it. It's just like, oh, they're going, almost like going through the motions. And you could see they were going through the motions. There's a point like Goldberg's mouth and like, fuck mm. them. And yeah, like he's, did you see yeah. that? He's like, Good. Like, he's Good. Just like yeah, yeah. He was mouthing yeah, it like, yeah. like, let's just do this. But I agree. I actually agree with him. It's like, yeah, yeah. you guys pay to see us now. We're basically doing our best for you. Okay, we're leaving there. I think enjoy us while we're there. I, I you know, obviously, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't like swearing at all. But I'm saying, the, the thing is, they were giving you the best that they could 
it's their last match and everything, celebrate them. You, you, not a bad way, ungrateful fans. I mean, that, that's the thing. fans then and yeah. fans now. I, I say think, for both. I think that's a sad thing. They were both leaving, but they were willing to give you. Yeah, something. A damn good match. They were still like, yeah, as all right. They were both they're leaving, but they were willing to be professionals, go out there and still give you this this hyped match, this big match, and they weren't going to half ass it, and they didn't even with the crowd no. like crapping on them. They didn't half ass. It's just like people say, oh, it was mm. a terrible match because the crowd didn't care. No, but what they were doing was fine. Yeah. And just again, like like you say with the Hogan Rock match, watch that without the crowd. If you could have had that Goldberg Lesnar match that happened at WrestleMania 20 with a crowd going crazy, just pipe in the noises and see the crowd going crazy, yeah. that would feel good. Yeah, when you see the big power moves they're doing to each other and stuff like that, and the and the ooh, yeah. the stare down and yeah, like in the long lock up that that stuff with the drama, mm. yeah, like Rock and and Hogan staring each other down, Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan staring each other down. It's like that was emotion, that was a, a moment. Oh, can't wait for them to lock up. Goldberg and Lesnar were trying to give you that, but it's like. Mm. Na, 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 na. Hey, hey, hey. They were getting all of that stuff. It's like that. What they did, they didn't half ass, even with the crowd crapping on them. They gave you, yeah, you know, they gave you a hard hitting match, put effort into their match. So it, it, I felt bad because I felt like, okay, they're leaving. It's a shame we're losing to, like, and you yeah. know what? Yeah. It's the <clears> fact that Stone Cold in the end, stunned both of them in the end, that was like, okay, you know what? I know Stone Cold, you're doing your thing, but it's like oh, it was very WWE, like pro WWE. Like, okay, let's send them packing. Let's just, yeah, let, with Stone Cold sticking yeah. around. He's our guy. Yeah, it was good for Stone Cold, but it was like, uh, yeah, yeah, but... they like shun them off. Just send them, send them both packing. Even especially Goldberg, you know, Lesnar like giving everyone the yeah. finger, giving Stone Cold the finger. It's like okay, bam, stunner. But then Goldberg it gets, but it was Stone Cold. I mean, that's what Stone Cold does. He just stuns people for no reason. Yeah, like Goldberg didn't. I know he accidentally speared Stone Cold, but he didn't really deserve. A stunner, but then Stone nah. Cold would stun people for no reason anyway. So that was him. True. And yeah, but then yeah. And, then and you, just... you know what? When you think about it, this guy was gone from what 2004 mm. to 2016. Yeah. I'm like, damn. It's like for a guy to hold not a bad way. This guy held a grudge, which was justified. Justified. He held a grudge. You could say, okay, you know, he had a bad attitude, but they did, you know, try me made him look like an idiot. He wasn't a Goldberg of old, fine. But like you said, WWE supposedly the masters of wrestling. They could have worked it, played to his strengths. But if, again, we're not there, so it could have been a bit, yeah, like a bit of a bit of him, a bit of them. You know what I mean? It's like it's a little bit me, it's a little yeah. bit you, because it's like if you're coming in with the bad attitude and you automatically mm. see, yeah. And he said that he had, he almost like had a combative attitude with them, like didn't like Vince. Didn't, yeah, it's like if you're coming into it already, mm. like thinking that nah, screw you guys, like you're not going to be good to me. I don't like you. I don't like doing this. Don't like that's combative. And yeah, like, and it's it's just not going to go well. So if he'd come into it with a yeah, like a a better attitude, nature, yeah, it's like and they treated him better, maybe. Like it could have been better, but yeah. both sides had their had their issues in how they handled it. From yeah, yeah, we we don't know. That's the thing. We're not there. All we can say, yeah, we're talking from fans who like the work of Goldberg, like what we saw. We liked him, even though yeah, he wasn't a polished wrestler. He was an exciting wrestler. We liked him, so we want the best of Goldberg. Yeah. But we don't know like the ins and outs of it, and yeah, you know, what WWE just thought like it's not worth investing everything into him mm. until we know like he's a company guy and he is gonna stick around. Like, what's the point of like making him so dominant? Because he was still, yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, if you look at his record, he didn't lose much. Yeah, you know, he beat The Rock, beat Triple H a couple of times, beat Lesnar. I mean, they booked it at least. At least they didn't think okay, like it's almost. I think that was almost like a right. Well, stick this to Lesnar because yeah. he's leaving us high and dry. At least Goldberg's yeah. contract is like expiring. He's done his year. 
but mm-hmm. Lesnar's just like bailed out on us. That was their 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 viewpoint. So like Goldberg's gonna be the one that goes over. And maybe we'll do, yeah, maybe we'll do business with Goldberg again in the future. So let him go out on the win. But you know, like he's his presentation, he won more often than he lost, way more. He won the belt, he did hold it sure. for a little while. Yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't 81 days. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily the best it could have been, but he weren't like, oh, he was absolutely like treated like nothing and not, you know, not given, nah, a, given a profile. You got, yeah, to be fair, he was he was given a high profile role. He was the face of, of Raw for a, for a year. You know, one thing, what I will say, and I'll say this to our fans, people who aren't our fans, they still won in the end. Goldberg, and Brock Lesnar still won. The fans that day who booed them, I wish you guys could shove it. Because you guys booed them. And you know what? They stayed away for so long. Brock Lesnar went off to the UFC. You know, he went off to, you know, the NFL. Didn't quite make it. But went to UFC, became UFC heavyweight champion, dominated. Came back. Success. Everyone loves him today. Goldberg comes back now. If, again, I wasn't, and I can admit, I wasn't really watching it intent at the time. Obviously, I heard about it was going to be is it um, a bonus in the 2K game? Is it 17? Yeah. I think it was. And I thought, okay, fair enough. And if I remember, I think, well, I think he, what, he appeared on, was it a Raw? He came on Raw and accepted a challenge to Paul Heyman. Yeah, because Paul Heyman, cause, I mean, for years, they'd been like, he'd been doing sort of interview and he, he talked negatively about the WWE and his experience oh, yeah. with him and how you don't think they'll ever put him in the Hall of Fame. And yeah, there was a lot of negative like baggage that he had from his stint with the WWE, but obviously things had sort of mellowed by that point. So they, they put him in the game. They were putting him in the game. Um, I think even before that, they'd released like DVD on him. I think that uh, DVD had come out yeah, quite, yeah, yeah. Like, b- before this, they put a DVD out of Goldberg and that, that did quite well. And he, he had appeared was on the emotional like, one that you liked. Is what? Was that the emotional one that you liked? The emotional one? Was, no, I mean like an actual DVD box set. Emotional, what emotional one I liked? No, okay, I remember there was like I think I remember I watched. You sent me one Goldberg. But I think it's like when he came back, his son. He said it was quite emotional. He said, he said he "Oh yeah, no, like a speech. No, this is like an actual box set, like three disc set of his matches." Is it? What was this? Yeah, I think, I I'm not sure when when that came out, but there was there was a DVD set released of him, and I think that was before he was coming back. Because okay. he he'd also like he'd appeared on like the Rise and Fall of WCW DVD. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it's like I think bridges had started to be mended a little bit that he was doing business with them a little yeah. bit more, and then obviously, then they put him in the, like as a character for that game, uh, like two K seventeen, and then Paul Heyman was like talking of like, was it he on a, like a talk show and he was saying what would happen if yeah. he faced Brock Lesnar like one more time, like he beat Brock Lesnar. He's mentioned that he'd beaten him Mania twenty. So it's like in just yeah. the pr- in the press stuff they would like dropping it. And then and Paul Heyman came out on Raw saying about what would happen and challenging Goldberg. And then Goldberg showed up on Raw, did that, did a really good. I mean, I remember yeah. that getting so much sort of, and he got such a great reaction as well. Bless him. That's the thing. I, I really feel for Goldberg, like, cause I don't, yeah, I, yeah, he's not a bad guy. I don't think he's a horrible, like, it's, but a contingent of like wrestling fans just don't like him and seem to, yeah, like, and it's like, and you, you, can, tell, you can tell it, it's cheap. You can tell it, it bothers him, you know, like, yeah. He, Cause he's just like, he's just out there just doing, yeah, like, all right. He's not, he wasn't a hardcore wrestling fan from his youth and stuff like that, but he gave, yeah, like he gave to the wrestling business. He's not like he half-assed, not didn't just you know what? make it as an excuse. To I'm going to say this. 
I'm going to say, I'm going to add on to that. He gave more than 90% of people who supposedly love wrestling and don't even, don't even get to that level. You understand? Mm. F- think how bad it is, though. This guy who, as you would say, didn't grow up with the business, didn't even love the business, was more successful than 90% of the guys who love it so much and breathe and eat and, you know what I mean? And think about it. He's more believed than half the guys who studied it. How does it make any sense? Yeah, I mean, some I mean, people just have that charisma and that no, sort of intensity, and, that, and he's that's, got that. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't study wrestling. These guys have studied wrestling their whole lives. Yeah, but what he's doing isn't like wrestling. That's more like real. It's like it's not. It's not a wrestling thing. I mean, it, it's almost is acting, but in a you know like method acting. Yeah, it's like there's wrestling. You can go through the most. You can do the best holes and stuff like that. But it's like it's it's making it connect. And putting across, you know, like yeah. that you're actually fighting. He or like, you know, like in your body language and stuff. Like, like Steve Austin is 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 brilliant at that when it comes to like promos and stuff like that. Like you look at him and it's like he looks like he believes it. He makes you believe, like his intensity in his eyes and stuff like that. Goldberg has that, and he's got this, you know, he's he's a freakish like athlete with his size and, yeah. and you know, and his agility and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, like this this guy ain't he ain't just a big guy and that's it. The guy's an athlete. Nah, like man. He can move, yeah. you know, like he's he's explosive. Like he is a, a hell of an athlete, but he looks like a monster. He looks incredible, like especially in his prime, even now, even to this day in his 50s. Mm. But in his prime, like the way he looked, but he weren't just like a, a, a immobile big guy who just relied on his size. Like the guy was explosive. He could move. So, but the thing is, like, I do feel like he, he did put a lot into, into his performances. From here, yeah, whether he, people... Yeah, it's not again, it's a different type of performance from what you're used to from Brian Danielson or whoever, yeah, like or Rey Mysterio, who do different wrestling styles. But he put a lot into his performance. You can't say he didn't put anything into it, he just like didn't try and didn't like exert effort. He definitely put a lot of effort in to what he was doing. But it fit you can tell it, it bothers him when people, yeah, like people don't res- like appreciate and respect him, sort of crap all over him. He, you can tell he is quite sensitive. To that stuff and i think that meant oh, a lot yeah. to him that day yeah like when he was there and people just cheering him like crazy you know he's doing like yeah, that, that, mm. thank you thank you yeah and it was and he gave again like a really good promo and people praised him for that interview like the way he talked you know like got his points across and came across believable intense and it was like boom there's a buzz now and then they did the little build up to him and brock lesnar at survivor series and it was the stuff like again it made you believe these two are real Lesnar's real, Goldberg's yeah. real. This isn't just like, yeah, obviously we know it's a it's a work, but it's not a wrestling. Yeah, yeah, it's like they make you feel like these two guys are going to really fight and really want to hurt each other, want to beat each other. They making you believe, and it's like they're right. they, yeah. when they're in the ring, like ooh, yeah, you have to have security keeping them apart. It's like you you believe that because like these two are, are like explosive. Mm. They're going to fight. They're not they're not just uh, like you know going to cut a promo back and forth to each other's face and not do anything. So yeah, and then we got to the Survivor Series. And I saw, I mean, for me, I put that similar to like, and again, it's another Lesnar moment, but similar to when he Lesnar enters the streak of The Undertaker at WrestleMania. That is a moment for me. I did not see that coming. Like I did, I think everybody assumed that, okay, this is Goldberg coming in to give Lesnar the win back. It's, yeah. a, one, it's a one and done. He's coming in for a one-off one match. Yeah, coming in for a one-off match, a nostalgia thing, and Lesnar's going to get the win back because Goldberg beat him at WrestleMania 20. That's exactly what everybody was assuming. That's how it felt. 
going into it. It's like, ah, you kind of felt a little bit bad. Like, mm. like yeah, Goldberg's just going to come in and get beat. But I want to, yeah, it's, I'm still interested in seeing it. And I remember, mm. like, so this this would have been, I would, I'd be watching it, like, going into work. So, like, my, at yeah. that time, my, my work, like, my journey to work would be, like, uh, take a train and then a bus. So almost an hour's train and then yeah. that 20-minute bus ride. So I've been watching it, yeah, and as I do, sometimes I'll fast forward some of the stuff I'm not that into. Or, yeah, just to get through. So I'm, mm. I'm watching, I've watched some of the other matches. I've taken the train journey. I'm on the bus and I'm thinking, yeah, like this, this match is coming up. I'll save it till I get to work because I get to work early and I used to have like my breakfast there, my cereal and stuff like that. So I thought I'll get to work. I'll put like, yeah, I'll put the network on, on my work computer, like watch on a big screen because I used to watch on a tablet, like a little like yeah. Galaxy tablet. I'll, I'll get to get to work. And I'll put that on there and I'll watch that match while I'm eating my breakfast. And then, yeah, and then I'll go around and do all my checks and stuff. So, so I get there, I make my breakfast, do the cereal, like make my cup of coffee, come upstairs like to my office, set, get it all set up on the network, start eating my breakfast, like the entrances, Goldberg's come out, let's now. And then within like 90 seconds, the match was done. I didn't even finish my cereal. Yeah. I, was still, I was still drinking my coffee yeah. and eating my cereal. But it, was, it was one of those moments like, I'm like, what? Yeah, like you you actually, but there's no one in the room with me, but you're actually like, huh? You actually like react to it. <laughs> like with an Undertaker for me, I was, yeah. I was traveling on the bus and when he got pinned, I had to pause. I'm like, huh? But there, I was like, I'm sitting in that office and it's just like, what? <laughs> I can't, yeah, like you literally caught me so off guard. Like I did not expect yeah. that to finish. I, w- I would have been shocked that Goldberg beat him full stop, but to beat him that quickly, I was like, oh my, yeah. like, wow. And everyone, yeah, and was a, that was a moment. So, I mean, that was awesome. Awesome booking. There. Oh, yeah. Goldberg, yeah, again, it's like, that's Goldberg. Goldberg is the killer. Like, this is Goldberg. He wasn't. He doesn't need to go pushover. 10, 15, 20 minutes. They don't yeah. need to do that. Yeah. He's not a pushover. He's, he's, he's real. You know, like, and he, that's the thing. Like, Lesnar's talking crap, but it's like Goldberg is Goldberg. And, you know, you mess with Goldberg, you backed him into the corner, he give you a big shove, put you on your ass. Lesnar's looking at him like laughing, stands up, sort of spins around, and bam, spear. Oh, he's hurt. He's hurt. He gets up, bam, another spear. And then he gets up, jackhammer, boom, one, two, three. It's like, whoa. He's killed Lesnar, the guy who yeah. just crushed like John Cena, <laughs> like he just dominated him, beats everybody. Yeah, no one could beat him. Yep. And then Goldberg just beats, don't just beat him, beats him in 90 seconds. Thing is, for me, that match, it was short, it was sweet, and it's what it needed to be. Hmm. It was exactly again, if it's Triple H, whether it's Vince McMahon, whoever basically booked that match, you did it perfectly. Yeah. You did it perfectly. And the thing is, that that kind of reaffirmed to me how great Goldberg was. Because again, like I said, you put him in the right position, you put him in the right space, you book him to his strengths, you can get gold out of him. Mm. And the, again, I know Anthony, you're going to laugh at everything, but to me, these same sheep of fans who hated this guy, 2004, remember these two? 2004 Mania, you know, you, you know, na 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 na, hey, 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 goodbye. You same sheep that are older men now. You're screaming, coming in your pants and everything because what Goldberg beat Brock Lesnar in one minute twenty five seconds or twenty six seconds, whatever it was. Mm. Mate, they gave you a, a short, great match and everything, and everyone was raving about how it was great. It was amazing, this and that and everything. You doubted them; they proved you wrong, and I was glad. I was glad personally. I thought, yeah, good, good for you two. Good for you two. You're making good money. You know, you have a family and everything. You're back. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing, Goldberg. Yeah, but. I know it's stupid, but I thought, you know what? Give, give, give Goldberg the, the WWE title. Not the Universal title. Give him the, the, the WWE title. Because I always felt 
kind of bad for him because I thought he came before, he won the World Event title, but never won the WWE title. Mm. And I thought it would be nice to kind of see him get a run, you know, with the main, when I call it the main belt, that makes sense. Yeah. But he was in the Royal Rumble, which I was happy about. I think he came, what, to 28, I think it was? Came towards the end, yeah. And he, and he eliminated Lesnar. I was <laughs> again, like, damn, again. Like, yes, <laughs> just spun yeah. him out of the Rumble. Yeah. It was like within like, seconds. Okay. Within seconds again. Yeah. Like, oh my God. <laughs> like, he's just dealing with Lesnar. The next thing I know, Undertaker eliminated. I was like, okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> but again, you know, what he did was good. I was mm. happy. I was like, fine, you know what? I was happy. If I remember, Lesnar comes out on Raw the next night. And obviously, he challenges Goldberg to one, one more match. And I thought, okay, fine. Mm. And then, next thing you know, Goldberg obviously Goldberg accepts it and everything. And then you have Kevin Owens. He's mm. a universal champion. And I thought, hmm, okay. But again, to me, I still I always saw it as a secondary belt. It's like, okay, yeah, you're the world champion, but you're the other world champion. You're not the... You know what I mean, Anton? Well, it was very new at that point as well, wasn't it? Like, it had been less yeah. than a year, a year like, because it was Finn Balor won it. If that... And then he vacated straight away, wasn't it? Then Kevin Owens was the next champ. Yeah. So literally, he was only, yeah, it only just started. Hmm. And was it uh, it Fastlane? I think it was. They had a match. Yeah. And the thing is, obviously, you had the little stalling bits in the beginning and everything like that. But again, you know, I think Meltzer never was complaining, oh, how can Kevin Owens lose to Goldberg? Yes, Kevin Owens can lose to Goldberg. I'm sorry. Kevin Owens, you know, you're good, but it's Goldberg. Come on. And he was protected. I mean, if you look at it like that, it's like yeah. if you, he he was distracted by Jericho and like Bell yeah. just rang, boom, spear, jackhammer. Yeah. So yeah, they didn't even like give him an actual match back and forth, which got going and beat him. Yeah. So I mean, it really did. I mean, that's the thing. As good as that, it was kind of like it did feel like it just a bit lazy in the storytelling. It's like let's just put the belt on him so he can lose. Yeah, it's like it's literally just a few matches. They, yeah. Yeah, because it was. He didn't defend it against anyone but Lesnar and lost it to Lesnar. So it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, it was almost was kind of, I know they, they wanted to get on Lesnar. So at some point he'd lose it to Roman. So I suppose from that point, yeah, they, they wanted to get it yeah. where they wanted to get it. But yeah, so I, th- mm-hmm. I think people looked at it as like, yeah, Kevin Owens is hard done by having his belt taken off him. And it's just ah, Goldberg and a quote unquote part-timer. Just, yeah, it's like just to stick it on. Uh, these sheep. And that match, no, Again, that, that match didn't necessarily need the belt. It would have been a big deal. Like it had its own built-in story if they just wanted to run Lesnar versus Goldberg without the championship. But yeah, it made that championship more prestigious because it was on these. You know, this, I agree. This match, this mega. It's match. the thing though. Hmm. And look, I, I don't dislike Kevin Owens, but sorry, Kevin Owens, Goldberg's a bigger name than you. So again, you had it for what hundred or days, or you know, however, how, you know, you had it for a significant amount of time in. In the, in the recent history, is it four, five, six months? Where we had it for four, four mm. five months? And okay, fine. You know, you defended it, you did what you did, but you did okay. But Goldberg's a bigger name than you. Well, Goldberg and, and going in against Lesnar, yeah, and, putting it on on like the big story, the biggest story that had the most hype, yeah. the most excitement. It was it was the biggest story going in WWE at that time, really. Like the the Goldberg yeah. Lesnar. Nothing you know, against Jericho. Lesnar's the box office yeah, guy. It, 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 it is against Jericho, but it's like well. Jericho hasn't got nothing on Lesnar or, or Goldberg. So Kevin Owens versus Jericho for the Universal title at WrestleMania. Yeah. It would have been a decent match, but it had been like yeah. most of these other ones over the years. CM Punk versus Jericho. and You see? It, like they're, they're, they're AJ Styles versus Nakamura. They're like the good matches, but the crowd don't, yeah, like they're not, they don't give it the, you don't, they don't, you don't come out of those matches feeling like, oh, that was special. 
Like it gets and all that going into it. it. Going into it, you they, think it's going to be the best want... thing. Yeah, but then when the match comes, it's like, okay, that was, mm, it's all right. You idiots. It was good, it was good but you it was idiots. nothing special. And then you have on that same card, you're going to have a match like Rock versus John Cena or Hogan versus Rock, like, mm. you know, when Jericho fought. Yes, it's like those matches, they fall flat a little bit. You And then you have uh, Goldberg versus Lesnar, which was out of this world. Yeah, like short and sweet, bam, 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 bam. I don't, yeah, I don't think it would have, that, that match still would have been good if they just hit. Yeah, they could have done it without the championship, but it just again it, it helped. It did elevate the championship. With, yeah, I think I think it made that universal title. I, more, I agree. More important, and then Lesnar went on like an epic run with it, held it for ages, and it's like I think that's helped that universal title feel quite prestigious because it hasn't kept flipping. If you look at it now, it's nope. about six years in, and it yeah. hasn't had loads and loads of different holders and they have had pretty lengthy reigns most of the time and yeah some people are going to say yeah it's only it's always part-timers holding it again I, i'm of the you've belief, had eight like, owners in yeah. six years you've had eight owners in six years mm. see yeah and i and and some of them yeah and some of them like multiple aren't they like roman's held it several times yeah lesnar's held it a couple of times goldberg's held it a couple of times fiend a couple fiend. of times even seth. seth yeah it's like it hasn't kept like change like every tom dick and harry's had that that belt but, I mean, that's the thing. I do feel like, especially a, a world championship, you should make them a little bit more exclusive, not putting it on every single week. Yep. I, I, I'm of that belief. It's like I enjoy it. I enjoy seeing Roman Reigns or yeah, whoever's the champion right now and Brock Lesnar. I'd like to see more Brock Lesnar. But because mm. I don't see it that often, it feels special. And that's what we need. Yep. That's what all of the top stars really could use is make them feel special. Mm. don't put them on every single week but people moan if they're not on all every week and then moan that everything feels boring it's the same we've seen this match loads of times it don't feel special mm. when these two fight each other of course it don't you've seen it all the time and you've seen them all the time yeah it's it, yeah it's logical yeah. it's so to me i don't think it's a bad thing that goldberg and lesnar weren't on every show don't don't put them on every show because then i look forward to when oh this week lesnar's on it oh this week goldberg's on it i i want to see it i agree this week, Cena's you know on. What? This week, Roman's going to be on. It's like, that's what you want. You want to look forward to it. I'm not saying make them wait, make us wait three months each time. That's a bit much, but no. you can definitely space it out a little bit. And it's not a negative. I will say this, people. That match at WrestleMania 33 was the match of the night. Mm, yeah. That was the match. I don't care what anybody can tell me. That was the match of the night, mate. The whole, you know, the walk down, Goldberg. It's like, oh my gosh, this guy's the world champion. WrestleMania, if, again, I remember we watched it and we, we both said, okay, we thought he might lose it. Yeah, but we figured Goldberg again, was losing at this point. Like, let's yeah. not keep, not keep losing to him. At some point, he's got to win. Yeah. But it's like, what? Uh, then he, he spared him through the barricade. And it was like, yeah. but again. It was just like was straight away, good. wasn't it? Like he did, he did the suplexes on Goldberg early. He did the big, ah, jump yeah. up and bam, the spear came off screen. But boom. It's like, it was just like. I mean, the ending was a bit like, oof. The ending was a bit like, mm, like the one F five bomb. Yeah, that was it. for like, me it just yeah, that was the first time it felt like ah, Goldberg's just been put away easy. Like you were saying about him, yeah, you know, like going down to the sledgehammer and stuff like that. It still felt because it's Goldberg, but at the same time it's like okay, he got you with a sledgehammer. You know, like yeah, like here, like he just took one finishing move. Goldberg should be able to kick out of a finishing move. I know it's the F five, but still, we've seen you realize F fives. Apparently, apparently, according to sources now, it states that. It was actually his first ever clean singles loss in his whole career. Think how mad that is. Hmm. His whole career. Even when he fought Booker T, lost to Booker T, obviously it was shenanigans and everything. But they like, kind of count that as a clean, didn't they? Even though he had, he, like, he had his leg brace. 
I think they kind of counted that as a clean. But what about when he lost to Steiner? He lost on a stoppage to Steiner. Was that was that cheating? It was cheating. What did he do? The pipe? Yeah, it was a pipe. It was a pipe. Yeah, it was. I suppose. Because thing is, when he when Booker T beat him, mm. I thought that was I thought that was a clean win when Booker T beat him. I thought it was pretty much a clean win. I mean, I know he's got a brace in his leg, but Stone Cold wrestles with a brace. So yeah, like, that's kind of part of your that's part of your yeah. ring attire in a way. Like, yeah. yeah, if you've got an elbow support or whatever, you can hit him with your elbow. It's not like yeah, like Lex Luger had to cover up. It's not like okay, you're not you you got this brace on your leg, but you mustn't use your leg. It's like yeah. mm, kind of he kind of beaten him. No, but the thing is, didn't he didn't he hit him with the brace and then just gave him the booking and that was it. I don't I think remember. so. I think if I remember, he, he used the like the leg that's got the brace, but he did it like a kick with it. Like he did, okay. you know, he used to do that like jumping yeah. up and like clothesline with the leg kind of thing. And, okay. it, and he happened to have a brace on it and they mentioned it in the mm. commentary, I think. Yeah. I might be misremembering, but that's how I kind of remember it because I was thinking, oh, like he's kind of beat Goldberg easy. Because remember, you know, I, think, I remember he got pinned and then Goldberg got straight back up after and just beat him down afterwards. That's what I remember. Yeah. yeah. I was like, huh? Yes, that that's I I think that that's what they so to me that's kind of is a clean win. Okay. Uh, I mean, and a triple threat. I was, didn't Triple H beat him? Did did anything happen there when Triple H pedigreed him and pinned him? No, no, no. Because you have to they, remember they don't count when, triple threat. No, because it was remember it was in the hand. So what, what you call they had a handicap match before the triple threat. Mm. Where I think mean, it was Randy Orton, Batista, and Triple H. They gave him the RKO, the Batista bomb, and the pedigree. Sorry, and they pinned him. But I thought that was a clean win because of a handicap, innit? But uh, I yeah, don't know. I mean, I suppose like a one on one is a bit different. I mean, yeah, if you have 10, yeah. 10 on one, it's like, okay, it's clean, but <laughs> it's like, where do we draw the line here? Like, yeah, he's never lost a one on one clean. But yeah, I suppose like he's, he, that's what I mean. He was very well protected throughout his career. He, Remember, he, this he, is a guy who never wanted to get pinned by nobody. Well, no, <laughs> so I don't think he had that really like a bad because he, he did lose. I mean, you know, he'd lost, he lost like Kevin Nash beat him. For the title, he went like yeah. he, he lost that. He lost. Um, Sid. He didn't lose Sid, did he? I think he beat Sid. Oh, well, no, no, Sid beat him, didn't he? Yeah, no, no, he, beat, he beat Sid, Sid both beat times. Sid. But he lost to yeah, Brett, yeah, like in the in that tournament yeah. match. I know it's cheating, but still, like he's taking losses. Yep. Uh, yeah, Booker T beat him. Mm. Montreal. Yeah, he had the screw. I mean, that, he'd had his losses, and he he, he took his loss. I don't, yeah. I don't think and he had a big thing. Steiner beat him. No, was it Dean Malenko? Then Dean Malenko and people. Yeah, but it was and, he, and, he, and he lost with Sarge. I don't, I don't think yeah, he had that he thing. Like, no, he but he's still losing matches. Like, I don't think he's. You know, I don't. I don't know, but I don't think he's. He had this big thing about you can't pin me. I'm not losing. You know, I'm not losing by pin. It's just yeah. Typically, what was that not, Kangle? That's Kangle, Kangle definitely. Kangle didn't want to. <laughs> that's why he didn't sign originally because he's like, well, I can't lose. <laughs> that was. Cool. I don't think Goldberg had that about him. Right. It sounded like he yeah. was. Yeah, he's quite willing to do business. And he, it's not like the streak was his idea. They just had him like going. No, of course not. Mm. I don't, yeah, I don't think he had that attitude of like no, I have to win all the time. No, I think personally, I think what was good about him is the fact that, again, and I've always said to you before. Yes, I I like wrestling. I love wrestling. The you know I love this. I love the physical aspect of wrestling, but the psychology and the storylines of wrestling, I do appreciate it. And I think the guy was only in wrestling for what? Altogether, what? Five, six years, if that? Mm. And when I say years, I mean, what? 97, 98, 99, not the whole of 2000. So that's what? Four? Partially. 2003, and not even the whole of 2003. Parts of 2004. Half, you know, a little end of 2016. 
beginning of 2017. You mean so it's like how long video have a career did he really have? Yeah, that yeah, it was a very it was a very short career, really, when you look at it. I mean, he, yeah, he's his peak years was like 97 to, to 2004 and he, yeah, yeah it, like you could say that like by 2004 like he was gone from wwe and he he never he was done yeah, he was done so it's like yeah he was still at his peak at that point in wwe he's, mm. obviously you know he was, his most memorable period was wcw but he was still memorable and and significant in wwe for that year mm. so yeah you're looking at like really yeah about uh well, yeah, and then she said there was about two year gap where he's not really doing anything, or at least a year's gap. But it's yeah, it's less than ten years. It wasn't even ten years and he was done. Yeah, yeah, and and the thing is, what Kree's had, I would love a career again. I know I I used to say before, yeah, I want to have a 20, 30 year career, but obviously being someone who's actually wrestling, obviously me wrestling everything, we're not wrestling WWE, but to think that okay, you're wrestling what they would say four or five times a week. You know, you're basically, you know, putting your body through a amount, uh, hard amount of pressure, my hard amount of stress and everything. I wouldn't want my body to break down, like, God forbid, like Hogan and Ric Flair, all these sort of people. It's like, boy, if I can be as healthy as he is, in terms of, okay, you can still walk, you can still enjoy the sun, your wife, still do yeah. make spinning things in life. I can't, I can't, I can't begrudge the guy. I think that's the thing. And I the mean, thing I... is, mm. what, 2018, he got announced, what, Hall of Fame? Yeah. And I was happy for him. I was like, good for you, mate. Uh, yeah, yeah, because uh, he did that speech. I mean, after he lost to Brock Lesnar, that was kind of like it for him, but he wasn't sure. Like, and he did that speech in the ring, and it was, it was a good speech. That's the one I was telling you about where he was talking about. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, and he'd come back for his son and stuff like that. And it was really, yeah, like, and, and he was saying about how, yeah, you never say never kind of thing. And he was getting a bit of a, you know, a cheer. And it was like, yes, he deserves it. Like, give the guy his props, you know, like he's not. Mm. Yeah, he, he has put, like, I think the thing is, like, he's, the sad thing about some of the later matches that he's had they're not te- like they've not got the endor- endorsement yeah the respect the endorsement of a lot of a, lo- a large part of the fan base and people have been negative about him which is a shame and he's not obviously he's not what he was he's still he's still i think he still has something in the tank and something to offer but it's not it's if you yeah like you remember him for what he was and then the book like uh, yeah i'd say like stuff like the, the match with braun Strowman. Obviously, the match with the Undertaker, they had. You know, I was, I was just going to really talk bad. about that, actually. Yeah, I, I mean, mean let's, yeah, let's but, talk. Uh, so, I mean, obviously, like we, he kind of like he was wrapped up. He did a nice little speech, said about yeah, like yeah, hey, come back for his son, and like you know, he's he's done, he's done that stuff, and he's like he's going off into the sunset, but never say never. Then he was inducted into the Hall of mm. Fame. Um, so mm. yes, he was he was a Hall of Famer, and then he came back for that match with with Undertaker. In Saudi Arabia in One thing I'll say though It was a strange match But surprisingly I was like Okay I don't think of this as Goldberg Yeah That's something I'm actually looking forward to I'm Again, looking forward to it Yeah personally. It's another one like You looked at it and you thought Okay it's not going to be What it could have been Because both men are, are Not in their, their prime anymore It's like past their peak Yeah um, But it's still it's, it's a match I know like some people say Oh it was never like a the match that everyone wanted to see from WWE. I like, okay, there were certain dream matches, but I would have wanted to see Goldberg and Undertaker back in 98, 99, 2000. Like, I would have wanted to I see that. Yeah, it's like, yeah. that is a big, that's a big name from WWE versus a big name from WWF. Two guys that never faced each other before. It's like, who would win? I'd want to see that. That still felt like an important match. It don't have to have a story. Like, again, we've talked about stories. We don't need Undertaker to have uh, slept with Goldberg's wife or, you know, like, try to, <laughs> try to break into Take his home. Shot. 
it's just yeah you don't need any of that stuff yeah, yeah like it's like it just needs these two guys that are big names that are badasses yeah. that are wrestlers want to fight each other yeah. so, ooh, who would win goldberg versus Ante. i don't know who would win i want to see it that was it so when they announced it you're kind of like ooh, that, yeah that's that's intriguing it's a match that you never thought was going to happen they did a little tease of it when they had the bits mm. in the rumble a couple of years before but it's like we're going to get goldberg oh, yeah. versus Undertaker. it is a is a dream match it's not at the period where it would have been its best but it could still be it's still going to be interesting and obviously yeah it, it turned out to be quite a an unfortunate ropey match which, which like you know gets and, gets lauded because of the the you know the, the botches that could have injured both of them badly I'll be honest I didn't know he suffered suffered a concussion I, I didn't know that like, it's the same thing the, the thing with chronic mm. when he basically you know he knocked himself out I didn't think anything of it I just thought okay he went to the corner that was it yeah I mean yeah you could like he because he busted himself open didn't he on on that he cut yeah. himself and and he was concussed and then it was just like Stuff was just like going, but you know, like Undertaker wasn't at his best at this point. We look at that match he had with Roman Reigns prior nah, to that. Of course not. That wasn't good. Was oh. it? Like, you remember that one where he's trying to get up for the Tombstone reversal, and it was that was bad. Yeah, you know, like so, Undertaker was not at his best either. Let's not put all the blame on Goldberg. Both of them were like, I agree. And so Undertaker, like, yeah, you know, that was. It was just, yeah, it was just really like oh, awkward. And then, like, he he did the jackhammer that came down, like, on his head. And, oof, and then Undertaker, like, tombstoning. But the thing is, did, did it actually come back? Did he actually come? Did he actually jackhammer on his head? Or it looked like he was on his head? Well, I think and he did. Like, I mean, landed about it. It was like, because he did. That's an actual it, question. It's almost up and down like a brain buster. Like, it didn't go up properly. It that's what like, I thought it was. It kind of botched. Yeah. It. Not in tech, it was supposed to be a jackhammer. So it kind of like botched. He couldn't like hold it properly. Yeah. It, came, it came down badly. And it could have, I mean, it could have gone really bad. Luckily, it was a bad landing, but it wasn't any, uh, like anything happened from it, but it could have done. That's the thing. So it's like, that was bad. Then he tombstone Goldberg and he, that, like, that weren't executed well on both sides. And then, yeah. The, like, yeah, and it just ended with a choke slam. And it's like, mm. and this was the, the Hulk, period, like, no, the Hogan choke slam. The yeah, Hogan choke slam. Bad choke slam. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's that thing, obviously, like, the match was bad, but it's also that thing, like, from a fan perspective, like, yes, like, this doesn't feel like Goldberg. What we knew of yeah. Goldberg, like to beat Goldberg, we already said like Lesnar put him away with one F5. It's like his aura of being this unstoppable. Like if he's going to lose, it has to be big. Yeah, it has to be a mm. taser, a sledgehammer, <laughs> like or at least like yeah. give, him, give him several tombstones or F5s. You know, yeah. like but just a ropey choke slam that hardly left. It's like forgetting the fact that they just need to get that match over with. From a fan perspective, you're looking at it's like he just Goldberg just got beat pretty easily, handily. Like mm. he's not, he's not, he, he's not hard to put away anymore. He's explosive and stuff like that, but it's like, people will just beat him. That's how it started to feel. But then, uh, you know, they, they both redeemed themselves that year. Goldberg had his match with Dolph Ziggler at SummerSlam. Uh, and, you know yeah. what? Hmm. I, I feel like got, um, Dolph Ziggler basically Shawn Michaels, he just oversold for him. And it's like, yeah, uh, you know, I, like the match with Hogan. I thought he'd done, like, like, he done him a good service. I don't know. I thought he'd done him a service okay. to basically like, yeah. yeah, like give him a, give him like sell his spears like death. And just yeah. like, yeah, like, cause it started off like he, yeah, they had to stare down. Boom. He kicked him with the game, the super kicks. Oh, let's get like print one, two, go away. Kick that, get super kick. Boom. Like it was, yeah, it was like he was yeah. going for him. And then Goldberg just turned it around. Boom. The spear and Ziggler just sells big. I didn't feel like he was like, mocking no, of course. I didn't feel like it was a mockery, like Shawn Michaels and Hulk Hogan. That felt to me like Dolph Ziggler okay. is doing, doing Goldberg like a solid. Like I'll, I'll help you. Yeah, like I'll take these big super bumps from you and get squashed. 
put you, you know, to give you a redeeming performance. Because obviously, yeah, like that's, and that's a squash, but it's like, yeah, now we take that bad taste out of our mouth from the Undertaker match. It's like, that's Goldberg. He's, you know, tr- that's classic Goldberg's a big squash and, you know, a super bumper mm-hmm. that just make him look killer. And then he's leaving and he keeps coming back and spearing him because he won't shut up. Yeah. So it's I like that. that. I love yeah, that. That was like, that's, that was a, for me, that was a redemption. Dolph Ziggler did him, did him a, a good turn, I feel like there. That was how I perceived that. Then, then what happened? He was gone for ages, comes mm. back, challenges the fiend, which mm-hmm. I was happy about. And the next thing we know, I keep, I've heard all these reports. Oh, Goldberg sucked against the fiend. He couldn't lift him up. He couldn't lift him up. I watched the match. I was like, okay, fine. You know, the fiend's not, you know, he's not a light guy. He's a heavy mm. guy. Yeah. It's like I know, but if that's what you're, if, if you if you're not doing many moves, yeah, if you're not doing many moves, we at least yeah, you at least those moves need to be good. That was the thing. It wasn't a, it, it wasn't a good look. Like the fact that he didn't really yeah, he didn't do much, and then the jackhammer didn't even look that, and it was it looked a bit lethargic. That one, yeah, like, it was blown. It was basically blown. Yeah, yeah didn't it? So it didn't come it across very well. It's like yeah, it's a couple of minute match. The fiend had the momentum. I can understand why people were knocking it. I mean, I was I was happy to see Goldberg, as usual. You know, like yeah, Goldberg. You know, like, I still had that. Mm, I was I was happy. Yeah, I, I mean, I yeah, I can I can, but I can see the other side. It's like at the same time, if he's not going to come across like the Goldberg of old, maybe you have to protect somebody like the Fiend that you're trying to build up as this big time star and scary guy, and you know, like that's that's not helping the Fiend, especially like it's not even like Goldberg doing it in the Goldberg of old. It's like, yeah, he's not getting him up very well for the jackhammer. It's, yeah, it, it adds fuel to the people that are going to say, oh, he shouldn't be in that spot anymore. You can't, yeah. They'll use the Undertaker match as an example. And then the Fiend, it's like he's giving them ammunition at that point if he's not able to do the jackhammer. But the thing is, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Okay, yes. Yes, he probably should have did a jackhammer better. But the thing is, he's still a bigger star than Bray Wyatt. Bray, say Bray Wyatt. He's still big. He's still. He's still yeah, but then Bray Wyatt's bigger. not going to get big if he can't beat Goldberg. Like again, you could look at it like if they'd have booked it for Bray Wyatt to beat Goldberg, would that not have made Bray Wyatt a bigger star? Like, oh, he beat True. Goldberg. But then he's like, oh, what? You just all you did is just beat a washed up guy. That's what, but, that's, what, that's what I'd say. Yeah, but then it's better to beat the washed up guy than to get beat by the washed up guy. <sighs> you got. You don't win anything from it, but you don't lose anything from it. But he lost something by getting beaten by the guy that they perceive as like shouldn't be. Universal Championship is washed up now. It's not. My only problem with this at the time, I thought, oh no, Roman Reigns going to beat him. And at the time, Roman Reigns was collecting, was collecting skulls, and I was like, please don't collect Goldberg's skull. But I was please looking don't. forward to that. Was another reason why I was happy with that. I, I was like, like, don't. I know you. You have your little. I was like, like you have your little like, vendetta. I didn't. I didn't have my vendetta. I kind of. I was looking thinking, again, thinking I actually would like to see Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. I, I would have been okay with seeing the Fiend versus Roman Reigns, but. To me, it was a bit more enticing to see Goldberg because mm. it's not happened before and it's Goldberg. So I was like, yeah, that, that isn't a bad thing for me for WrestleMania. I know it kind of halted the like the Fiend's momentum and stuff like that, but it's like, okay, putting that to one side, like we've got a match at WrestleMania that I'm really looking forward to, Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. Then he pulls out. I was happy. I thought, okay, he pulled out good because of the COVID situation. Mm. But then I thought, oh no. Then it's like, they said, what is it? Uh, uh, Bruce Strowman. Mm. And like I said to you, Braun Strowman was struggling with Nakamura, and I thought, okay, yeah, if you're struggling with Nakamura, there's no way you're beating Goldberg. No way. I was no. like, nope, no way. No. And next thing I know, yeah. what was it? One, two, three. Nope, he's he's not out. And the next was thing this, I know, yeah. was it three power slams? 
I was like, what? What's, what is just this? Spamming each other's finisher, and then it was just done. Yeah, like Goldberg put away. I mean, he took, again, at least he took multiple finishes this time. But it was like, mm, Strowman. I was vexed. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ah, look, the guy struggled against Nakamura. Never against you, Nakamura, but mate, Goldberg, Nakamura on paper, mate, Goldberg. You mean? It's, uh, <laughs> again, I'm not saying. Again, I'm not saying Nakamura's not a tough guy, but from a visual point of view. Braun Strowman basically should be killing Nakamura, destroying him. And he's struck. Mm. No, he lost to Sami Zayn. Sorry, it was Sami Zayn. God, sorry, I'm sorry. He lost to Sami Zayn. That's right, yeah. He lost to Sami Zayn. And I was like, what? And you're going to face what? Goldberg. Nah, mate, you're not beating him. And wasn't he gone by the... Wait, he was there still for the following year, wasn't Was he there for the following year or was he gone... Strowman? Because he wasn't around. Uh, I think they let him go the year after. No, he... No, he Year after. Yeah, year after, year after. Yeah, he was stuck around for that. Yeah, that WrestleMania match with Shane. That stupid, uh, you bullied me. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, <laughs> if, if it was going to turn things around for Strowman, it's like, okay, like make Strowman now a, a main event guy. But otherwise, I, I for me, like I, I would have preferred them to, because yeah, we're in the pandemic era, just like keep that belt on Goldberg. Until, then when? Until you can yeah. do Roman. And then, yeah, then put Roman and yeah. Goldberg. Like when God, when Roman was coming back, that's what I would have preferred to see. Like if you're not, mm-hmm. yeah, rather than just yeah, give him either give him Strowman or give him someone. Yeah, there was talk about maybe him facing Samoa Joe or someone like that. I mean, it weren't ideal. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, you just keep him off to yeah, keep him off the TV until you get yeah, you you're over the pandemic stuff or when you came with the um, what do they call it the Thunderdome because he did. I mean, yeah. Gobo Gold, wrestled during that Thunderdome. But I yeah. admit. Yeah, he did. Yeah, because he had the Drew McIntyre match, which which vexed me because <laughs> I'm thinking again, and this is me as a worker. This is me. This this is me, someone who's worked within the business, works not worked, works within the business. But yet the fan of me, I, I admit, I wanted Goldberg to, to join that lineage of being WWF slash WWE and WWE champion. Because again, really, he's the last person who could have done that. I mean, you know, he's the yeah. last one who could have done that. If there is nobody, WWE's dead. Mm. WWE is dead. It's, it's not around no more. Well, it's been around for over 20 years now. But it's like, okay, let him give him a chance to join the illustrious group. Worst case scenario, just like Stone Cold lost to Kane in the well, technically it wasn't, it wasn't supposed to even be a cage match, but the cage first blood match lost it on Raw the next night. Let Drew put it back on on Raw. It's not gonna harm Drew. Would have harmed him. Mm. But Drew's basically, you know, you what was it? You let me dad, you know what I mean? You let me dad or something. I was like, oh, yeah, not fighting me home dad, mate. Yeah. And I was like, mate, if your dad's as big as him and, you know, strong as him, then yeah. Mm. Oh, fair enough. But it's like, go when I remember watching thinking, go, you're done. But he weren't, though. We, 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 <laughs> we thought he was done. I mean, he lost <laughs> to Drew McIntyre at the Royal Rumble. Uh, with Gage. Um, nowhere. Yeah. Where's his kid? Yeah. So <laughs> then, he came, then he came back around uh, SummerSlam time to build up for SummerSlam with Bobby Lashley. That was sad. Yeah, and he had, and he yeah. had his yeah his son there and MVPs messing with Gage, and then Goldberg speared him in the eye. You know, I, I I actually liked it. You know me already. I, I like his match when the Invulnerables family. I love it. I, just, I, yeah, love I know, it. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I, I think <laughs> I mean I, this is the thing. I felt like yeah, he was getting a bit of a bad bad rap as well because the matches he was having they were very they were feeding again feeding into people who were just gonna say oh he just does a couple of moves he's got nothing left yeah like there's no he was never any good to begin with and now mm. yeah like he's he's older and that's that was the 
the narrative that people had of him and then they weren't really you know I felt like they could make more effort sometimes to give, you know, don't just copy the formula that they did with Lesnar, where they, they did just hit loads of big power moves and bam, 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 and the crowd was into it. And, but a lot of times it's like, okay, we're just yeah. going to keep hitting his spear here, spear, 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 take the other guy's finish, blah, 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 and then over. It's like they made more effort when he fought Bobby Lashley at SummerSlam because they actually put some story into it. There was a bit more yeah. work going into it. Again, it weren't, a, it weren't a, a, a Matt Classic or anything, but it was an okay. It felt like a big deal. Like, even though Goldberg's losing his luster because he's getting beaten often now, like, you know, yeah, like you're not feeling like Drew's beating him, Strowman's beating him. Roman, yeah, he hadn't lost Roman at that point, but it was kind of like, yeah, like he is, he's becoming beatable. You kind of take it like he will lose his matches now. But he still, he was a competitor. He was a, comp- he was a, a threat to, to Lashley. Lashley was came out stronger for that match at SummerSlam. You know, and then he had the little the, the incident with Gage. We put him in the, in the Hurt Lock. Yeah. And then they had the I rematch. I love yeah, it. they had a rematch, which was a good match. Another good match. Like, you know, again, yeah, crown the same old. Yeah, and they, and they had that, uh, it was like a no-holds-barred match, and Goldberg beat Lashley. So yeah. really, I mean, that, that is, um, that's not his last match, but that's one of his last matches. And he actually uh, beat, beat Bobby Lashley. Uh, yeah, so. And then... Yeah, we come to what's uh, to this day is is his last yeah. match, and he finally I, finally you know what? <laughs> Roman Reigns. I was finally. I was I was vexed. <laughs> I was really? like, look, he's collected skulls. <laughs> he got the skull. Leave Goldberg alone. He got the skull. <laughs> I was like, oh Goldberg, I was like, make your dad just you, just you, end it. You know what? I'm not gonna lie to you. I was hoping that for some reason that when Goldberg challenged him, it's like, okay, you know what? He will have an injury or something that he has to pull out. Mm. Again, it's a it's that thing again. I don't hate Roman Reigns. I, I don't hate him at all. But it's like he's like Cena. I, again, with Cena, I actually liked him before he became on top. And like I said to you, when JBL lost the belt to him, I started hating him. And then I remember, like I said, silly, to you, silly boy. WrestleMania, <laughs> WrestleMania, him because he WrestleMania. <laughs> I would. I remember WrestleMania. I was like Triple H. I can't stand you, but please beat this idiot. Please beat him. And then, remember, remember the match? Everyone was booing the hell out of Cena, and yet he, he beat him. He yeah. beat him. I was like, damn you. Damn you. Please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was happy. I was happy. I was rooting for the poor oh. guy. Like, everyone, like you, shitting on him, turning on him. It's like, and I felt, oh, I thought I was, WWE were going to turn their back on him. Like, okay, we're going to have to turn him heel. We're going to take the back yep. off him. I was like, I feel bad yep. for him. And I thought, yes, good. Stick by him. Screw these guys that just turned on him out of the blue. Screw you. It was it was cracking me up. I was I was loving it. He won a triple threat, like a four, a four way. I thought he was going to yeah. lose, and then he beats like Edge, Shawn Michaels, Triple H in a four way. The thing is, a backlash. Loving it. Yeah. When Edge beat him, though, I was like, I was so happy. I was like, yep, mm. I loved it when Edge beat him. But the thing of Roman Reigns, you was watching him when he was like when he was shield. I wasn't watching him. Mm. So for me, I didn't really know. Who, I didn't know. Who was I didn't even know who was. I remember. All I remember this guy. They say he's from the show. They say he's um. Is it Alpha or Seeker son? Is it Alpha? Seeker. Seeker son. Sorry. He's Rosie's. Who's passed away? Rest in peace, brother. Hmm. And I thought, okay, he seems alright. And obviously, he had melts and everybody crap on this guy. I thought, you know what? I'm gonna give him a go. I thought he's alright. Hmm. Then obviously, he had the thing of Brock Lesnar. I'm like, well, I'm a Brock guy, so I can't. And again, I, that's that, that's probably what did it for me. I thought because I'm a Brock guy, I can't have this guy beat Brock. And then next thing I know, he beat Taker. No, Brock Lesnar, he beat Taker WrestleMania. I was like, piss off, mate. Okay, Brock can beat him, but why you? What makes you so special? It's my yard now. I was like, oh, piss off. And it's again, they got me. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm a wrestler. Mm-hmm. I'm a worker. They got me. Exactly. And he was collecting skulls, Triple H. He collected Taker. He collected Lesnar. And I thought, Goldberg's the last guy. He's the last guy. Please, Goldberg, just pull out of something. And then what yeah. happened? Yeah, he's but beaten if, by a technical if, 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 if Strowman's holding Goldberg's skull, <laughs> let's, let's have Roman now. Drew McIntyre had his skull. The goal. Drew Strowman, Drew McIntyre. These guys are walking around with his skull. Let, let Roman have his skull as well. But at the chamber, boy, I knew what the thing is, I knew it wasn't going to win. I remember thinking, Goldberg, you don't win this. No. And, no. you know. But hey, Goldberg, you've had a great career. Mate, I'll, give me that career. Give me that career. Give me that money. Give me that Hall of Fame. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take that over any 30, 40, 50 years. God bless Ric Flair, but you know what I mean? Mm. At least Goldberg's healthy from what we know of. He can still do what he needs to do within by yeah. good reason. You know, he's got his family. God, you know, God bless him. He's got his, you know, he's enjoying, you know, he's he's his son growing up and everything. I think that's the thing. If you take away like yeah. you know, what people said about him, at the end of the day, he got to come back and do what he wanted to do. He he wrestled for his son. He got his son to see him that to me be that superhero. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, all right. That's, like some people that's more important him. to me than anything else. Yeah, it, that he, he's yeah he's, he's had a great career. He's made he's made a lot of money. Yeah. He's made memorable moments. Sure. Been, yeah, he has got fan. Even if not, there's a like a loud contingent who crap on him. There's a massive contingent of people, myself and you included, that do like him and do yeah. think he was good and do think he had a place. I I look at it like this: like I don't yeah. think he was the kind of wrestler that should be on necessarily. Like yeah, all right, for a while he was on TV every week squashing people. After that kind of like yeah. you know now when you have to move on from that a little bit. He needs to be an attraction, like Andre the Giant or someone like that. Yeah. It's like, you know, if, if you saw Andre the Giant, if Andre the Giant, they used to send him around the territories so that you don't see him all the time. Yeah. Yeah, because mm. again, eventually it's like dwindling returns. Some people mm. you can see him every week, and it's like that's that's fine. I think Goldberg was an is an attraction. If you use him right in that attraction, you've got the right people working yeah. with him that know how to make his stuff look good and make him look good. It, yeah. the, the aura that he presents, the, the skill set he's got, makes him a massive attraction and can give you some massive memorable moments, which he has. You know, me and you have listed off a load mm. of stuff over, over years that, you know, as fans. And, you know, and we're the guys, like your, your yeah. favourite wrestler was Brett the Hitman Hart. One of my favourite, like my favourite was yeah. Michaels. These guys are considered two of the best in-ring performers ever. So it's not like we don't like, <laughs> like, quote-unquote, mm. good wrestling and moves. We like wrestling. Mm. But we still had an appreciation for Bill Goldberg. And what he brought to the table and what he presented. And he was an attraction. And even to this day, you know, he can still give us some matches. Like we just said, like as recent as last year, he had a match with Bobby Lashley. It was good. And that's a 55-year-old man. I'll tell you this. People may laugh and say, oh, Gabe's just talking out his ass. I would still rather see Goldberg than I would a Seth Rollins match. Hmm. Sorry. I'd rather see a Goldberg match from 97, 98, 99 than see Seth do his... Yeah, yeah, pretending to be um, TNA Sting again, nothing against the guys of today, but like I said to you, the intensity, the what's the best way I can put it? That's what I say. The belief in Goldberg, I believe everything that Goldberg does. I believe when he goes in there, he snorts and takes in that poisonous pyro and freeze mm-hmm. his nose and down to his lungs. Yeah, when he's I mean, going out and kicking people in the face and everything. I can believe that. that. The whole presentation of him, yeah. the entrance, the music, the aura, and coming out, coming through the fireworks. It was like, yeah, that whole package. All of you guys that's out there, all you guys out there talking about, oh, Goldberg didn't have great matches. Mate, 
if you guys study Goldberg and, and okay, even took 10% of his intensity, think how bigger you wrestlers will be up there, myself included. I'm again, I'm not just, I'm not, again, I'm not saying I'm the best, I think, but I'm saying I don't think I have a sense of a level of intensity. But if I had even 10%, 20% of what Goldberg's intensity was, I guarantee it, a lot more people would want to see more, more of me. Me, me, and even the people who are there, Seth Rollins, uh, Kevin Owens, whoever's, you know what I mean, whoever's there now. Again, you can take good from everybody. Even Seth, you know, I don't, I'm not really a big fan of, you know, the man's man and he's, you know, I'm not, again, but there's, there's good you can take from everybody. And Goldberg, believe me, there's good you can take from him. My thing is this, he's there, appreciate him while he's there because people, we're all going to die one day. And I guarantee it. When Goldberg's not here to pass on, you know, the physical verbal knowledge, all you're going to have is, is his, um, his video footage. And I guarantee all you people that's been crapping on him while he's alive, you'll be the first one saying, oh, you know what? I love Goldberg. I love them. I love them. Now, mate, Goldberg, the hitman, is one of your biggest fans, the green man, him too. But I stood, I stood by you, mate. Believe me. When, he, when, when, Roman, when Roman was collecting his goals, I was one saying, please don't let him collect his goal. When Braun beat you, I was the one supporting you. And I'm a worker, mate. You've had a good career. Enjoy your retirement, mate. Anton, nobody's next. <laughs>